Feel like I was born for this I can't see myself in nothing more, I'm convinced I cannot rely on nothing else to get me high I've been doing this so long, it's keeping me alive Got my heart in this so much, it's keeping me from dying I don't know what more I gotta do to make them feel me Anything you think you saw, don't compare to the real me Once I show them the real me, they turn into my enemy Dog, I know that I found my lane, I put it in overdrive I know I don't think the same, you can say that I changed my mind I ain't befriending no more haters, ain't listening to no if it don't like how I'm moving, I'm leaving, I'm all behind I'm seeking so I can find, I'm reaching so I get high My purpose so I can't die, I'm not trying to answer why I'm doing the most, I don't care about the darkness Yo, 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 what's good, what's happening We back, brand new episode of Black Retalkers of Culture Episode 93, 9-3, this your boy Chris J Glad to be back, got the whole squad on here Yo, it's still savage. This computer sound like a fucking U-Haul truck backing up, and I don't know what to do about it. What's good is DC. What's good is Cam. Uh, if it's doing that uh, day trail, unplug it one more time and then uh, do it again. Like I know that sound too, but uh, but yeah. But anyway, glad to be back. Shout out to the new listeners, shout out to the old, we appreciate you guys, and if this is your last, you might regret it before you uh, listen to this episode, because you're going to be right back to the bandwagon, but just like how we start every episode, what we've been reading, watching, and playing uh, this past week, and also, I'm just going to let you guys know now, we're you're probably not getting an episode next week, just letting you guys know now, <laughs> we, we, oh, we, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting that be known now. If you if you follow us on in social media, you'll probably know why that Friday night. But just letting you, letting the listeners know now, you're not getting an episode next week. Uh, but anyway, uh, we've been reading, watching, and playing. So let me get reading out the way because I did that the least. Chainsaw Man. Uh, we in space. <laughs> I think we went to space. Uh, he got a jetpack, and now he's ripped his heart out. A lot happened. I have no explanation. <laughs> That's what makes it so great. My hero, uh, pretty much, uh, I'm going to say is one for all, or wait, all for one. Yeah, all for one, it really ain't shit, and he really talks a gang of shit, and I respect it. That's what I liked about that chapter. Uh, then that's it for reading. Wait, also read Solo Leveling. Uh, that was a decent little chapter. Um, moving on from there. Now to what I've been playing. Uh, Ghost of Shima dropped multiplayer. It's been it's actually been pretty fun. We'll have it. We'll talk about it as collective later. But I genuinely enjoy it. I've been enjoying it so far. Let's put it that way. NBA 2K, that's been my life, and I also started playing Genshin Impact as well. Uh, I played up to the end of the tutorial, I guess. Uh, it's decent. It's decent. Uh, then for watching, still watching Cold Geass. Uh, I'm gonna just say this now: Season One was way better than Season Two. I'm not done with Season Two yet, but just off of what I've been watching. 
season one is just so much more better. And I like Lelouch, Lelouch slash Zero a lot better in season one. I don't know. Season two, he just seems like a little bitch. But not as much of a big bitch as Suzaku is. That's just a bitch-ass nigga. Straight up. Straight up, that's a bitch-ass nigga. And I'm, I, I say that with so much pride that that nigga's a bitch-ass nigga. Uh, what else do I need to feel about Cold Geass? I don't know why Nina is still alive. I dead-ass don't know why that motherfucker's alive. And why she has a significant role in season two. She should have been a pack. And that's really... Oh, also, Lelouch's father is a funny-ass real nigga. I respect him. He's an asshole, but I respect him as a villain. Uh, So, yeah. So, that's it for Cold Giaz. Um, Didn't watch j this week's episode, Jujutsu Kaisen, yet. I don't know why. Uh, it probably slipped my mind. But uh, everybody said it was decent. This week's episode of Hockey was fire. Shout out to uh bald head folks G. Uh god dang, what was his name? Can you remember bald head folks' name? Tanaka or Reed. Tanaka. There we go. Uh yeah. My they tried to put my man's uh down, G. And he came back up, G. That nigga's the, that nigga's the heart of that team. They don't understand. They tried to take my man's out. But he's still out here, G. That's my nigga right there. Real nigga shit he did this episode. Uh let me pull up my damn history. Also, uh, watch this week's episode of Tony Cower Over the Moon. It was a decent episode. My man's is very confused. And, yeah. Uh, I just really, the comedy dynamic is really hilarious. It's really carrying the show. Uh, also, I'm letting it be known now. I'm officially dropping I'm Standing on a Million. Episode 3. It's a fail. So I'm done with that show. That's dropped. Uh, oh, no what bless. was episode three about? So what happened on episode three? So pretty much they tried to recruit another member. And pretty much the premise of it was stupid. Because dude. So the game master dude called him in the real world. Which confused the hell out of me. And he told him, hey, if you do this, I need you to hit on this girl. And he, let, and he told him what to do. He found Shorty in the girls' bathroom at night at school. And because I guess some girls were bullying her. I don't know. It wasn't making no sense. And then, I guess because he saved her, whopped the bound, she joined there. She's the fourth person of their crew. And I'm just like, yeah, that's some bullshit. And... Clearly, dude's the only one with some common sense on the team. So, it was like, I don't really care about the, all the other characters. And I don't care about dude being such an edgelord. Because it's like, bro, you're just not that interesting enough for me to carry this show for another nine episodes. And I love myself. So, and I have other things I could be watching. So, I dropped that shit. So, done. Uh, Noblesse. Uh, watch the... Oh, actually, you know what? Never mind. What? No, no, you can keep going. Oh yeah, uh, Nobilesse, Nobit, Nobilesse, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, I actually starting to understand somewhat of the plot now. Uh, it's it was a decent episode. They brought in some white-haired, edgy folks and all of that to, 
I guess the antagonized, but now they're part of his his crew. But uh, I like the animation. It looks really nice. If it's one thing, I will give the uh, Crunchyroll originals a lot of credit for, except that one show. The animations are really good. They do a really. They put a lot into the animations in itself. It's just the interest factor, in a way, if that makes sense. Uh. Black Clover was decent this week. And, yeah, Black Clover was decent this week. Uh, Fire Force was decent as well this week. And for, what what I watch on Funimation? Oh, Akuma, Akuma, Akuda Mama, Akudama Drive. Whatever the hell it's called. This is, there we go, Akudama. There we go, thank you, DC. That's probably my favorite show of this season so far favorite shonen is shit but the animation is really lovely but also i like the the, the goal and the plot uh, of the show it's really straightforward as hell but it's also i like the characters it's really character based driven uh dreadhead folks is a real nigga he's not just no gunko muscle head because he actually has a lot of fighting sense which i respect even though he like when he saw them lightsabers pop up he was like oh Okay, let me change up how I fight. And also how my man's who with the motorbike literally just has a rail gun in the bike and literally just blew up a whole building with fire as well. Uh but yeah, so that was that was decent. Also that witch anime. Me and Dion talked about it, uh talked about it on the uh in the group chat this morning. But I think that's also funny. It's one of the funniest anime because Shorty really is just going on adventures, not solving problems. She'll interact with the problem in itself and then don't solve it. (laughs) (laughs) So, like on this week's episode, it was like two different stories. One story where she was traveling to some city or whatever. She ended up going through this like little flop like flower bed she gets and there's a girl there and she was just playing around in the flowers shorty gives her a bouquet of flowers wrapped around in some type of sweater so she goes to the next town whatever and the guards take the flowers and tell her like hey these flowers are poison to regular people they don't affect people with magic and she was like yo what the hell and one of the guards re- recognized the sweater that was the flowers are wrapped around and he said, Yo, that's my sister shit. And dude was tweaking really hard. Dude so then dude goes to see goes to that flower bed, sees his sister, realize that the flowers turn her sister turned him and his sister into actual plants. Cause the the flowers eat off humans for some stupid reason. Harry Potter is shit. And Pretty much, she just watched dude just become a flower, and I was just like, "Wow, she really don't care." Then the next situation, she goes to uh, she sees some nigga who's a simp, who's just who has the ability to take people's happy well take people's happiness or whatever through them sharing their happy moments and stuff, and he puts it in a jar to give it to some abused housemaid at his house. His dad is abusive to a housemaid. And very belligerently just disrespects her. 
dude doesn't do nothing about it in front of his father, though, which is a problem. Shorty could have shot and obliterated dude's father to, uh, to fix the problem, but she didn't. And dude proceeds to give Shorty the jar of happiness. She looks at the colors and starts crying more of, out of anger instead of like, damn, tears of joy. And she told a story about how, oh, about some type of stupid little story where uh, some husband gave did something similar for his wife who's sick in bed and she proceeded to commit suicide and didn't tell dude the story. It was like, yo, what the fuck? And she proceeds to fly away like nothing happened. So Shorty just doesn't care. She just wants to go on these adventures and not solve problems. And I was like, okay. It's different, at least. I She's respect it. She's supposed to be the protagonist, right? She's supposed to be the protagonist. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Like, I I like it in the sense because it's a different type of experience in that, in a way, if that makes sense. Uh, Then, also, I watched the second episode of Before E 1.5, uh, the Kuma, Kuma Bear, what you'll call it. This is actually pretty decent because Shorty's literally just going around dressed as Kuma from Tekken just beating niggas' asses. So, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, and that's it for me. Alright, finna go quick. Oh, God. Didn't watch no anime today. Still taking my break. Didn't read shit. I always wrong for that forever break. few games that I played, played Ghost of Shima. Guess we'll talk about that later. Don't really got that much to say about it. Witcher, still one of my favorite games of all time. Boom. So the one thing that I really watched, I didn't really finish watching a while because either I've been asleep or playing my game, which is just The Witcher, so it's not that much. Um, one show that I watched um, was Lovecraft Country. Uh, this episode, you know, people, some people don't like the fact that it, it's, it's like, I don't think, I don't know if Lovecraft Country get a season two, to tell you the truth. Because I just think, I think for white people, it's too much, you know, showing how horrible white people is. And then it got that for black people and showing how much that we got, you know, tossed around and shit like that. And then, you know, the white people got a lot of upper hand and magic. If I was to show y'all the picture of the cop who spit on Shorty's face, y'all probably want to kill that man. And he's just an actor. Um, but in terms of, uh, like, the episode, it talked about, like, the Tulsa, Oklahoma bomb. Is it Tulsa, Oklahoma? I don't know. It's Oklahoma, though. The Oklahoma bombings. Uh when they basically did the riots and stuff like that. Um, one the, thing the I do on Black Wall Street. No, yeah. not that one. Not is that. that one? No, I don't think that's. It's it's different. It's a whole. Well, funny thing is, and I was gonna say that. Um, there is a because the attack on Black Wall Street. I think I can't. That came later because this. This what happened, and this happened like in nineteen, like. Like, I think that the 23, hold on, because you might be right, Cam. Hold on, Oklahoma. Right? It happened in o Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? Or something Oklahoma. like that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, then that was the attack on Black Wall Street, I believe, yeah. I thought the, because the, I thought the, whatchamacallit was, um, I thought the attack on Black Wall Street happened like in fucking, um, What's that place called, like Baltimore or something? No, no, that was something. This else ain't then. the, cause like this ain't the only place they fucking bombed, which is fucking wild. Um, but even Google, huh? Black Wall Street. 
But I don't care. Um, well, I care, but I don't care if it was called Black Wall Street or not. Uh, but yeah, it took place on that. Very, um, a very like sentimental episode in terms of like some of the main characters. Uh, Tick's father, especially. We learn a lot about like Tick's family enough. It's all messed up. But Tick's father, especially, folks was gay when he was a shorty. Um, you know, intertwine that stuff with being like racist. The dude he quote unquote had feelings for got shot in the face right in front of him, which was gory as fuck when you look back at it. Um, one people, one family burnt it. Like so, um, Tick's mom, which is his father's wife, when they eventually grew up, um, they hit. They family got burnt alive, and they showed that technically. They showed the grandma who. Who um who hit the book or something like that, uh the book that was the book of names and whatnot, they show her burning alive. She didn't even really freaking scream. It was a very sad fucking episode. But like I was saying, what what episode what that show does is kind of evoke thoughts of people who, because in this in this day and age, like white people is doing a very good job of like not covering up the past, but watering that shit now. And it was funny because when I was looking through threads of people talking about the episodes and stuff, I think there's a year, it's either like 1919 or 1911 or 19-something, when there is, you can pick a month and there was a race riot that happened. You can just pick a month out the day, I mean, out the year, and a race, a race, uh, there was a race riot that year. And I think there is a particular city in which one they had a race riot every month too. And they just it was just it's just wild. And that episode, you know, I love history. The good, the bad and the ugly. Um and I just well, I kinda don't think it's gonna get a season two. It probably already got boom for a season two, but I don't think it's go further than two. And one it's not that very much of a of a show that that like for me, I watch it because I'm not watching that many stuff. But say for instance, I was watching as much anime as y'all and all that type of shit. I wouldn't be keeping up with the show. I'll probably let episodes pile up, binge watching one day and stuff like that. It's interesting because I love history. But if a person who, who me who didn't like history or who didn't like weird stuff or especially like H.P. Lovecraft things, I'm interested in it. I ain't gonna say, like it. Um, Cthulhu haven't even showed his face yet, so I'm like, where the fuck Cthulhu at? But um. I don't know if I'll watch it, but the season finale is tomorrow Sunday, right? It's tomorrow. Um, hopefully, it's a good season finale. Somebody's fucking dying, like always, in the season finale. And yeah, like I said, I didn't. I don't. I didn't get a chance to watch The Wire. I'm trying to think if I did anything else that involves the the nerdy things that we do. I pull freeze on Don't Come Battle. That's it. Oh, that's it for me. Alright, um for me, I got, I didn't watch any anime this week. Um in terms of playing, we'll talk about the ghosts, because that's the only thing I played as well. For reading though, I did read a lot. Um in terms of Shonen Jump, like their lineup, the only thing that I'm not weekly on this is Jujutsu Kaisen, but I plan on getting weekly by the next week. But I caught up on Dr. Stone. I caught up on uh, the Spy X family and then everything else. So I'll start with Dr. Stone. Um, 
like last week I said something about like Senku and his pops like being the reason why he was in that cave at the right right place at the right time. Scratch that. I tweaked. I read the chapter wrong. I went back and I was looking at some stuff and just ignore whatever I said last week about that shit. But the arc that we're on in Dr. Stone is really good. And if the anime ever gets to it, I can see a lot of people uh, resurging on it. Um, that's all I'll say. I don't want to spoil. Uh, next is Chainsaw Man was because uh, like, did you guys read the chapter that came out Thursday? I think it was like Thursday. Or yeah, something. I read like, the recent chapter. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. I really don't, like like, but I I guess I do know. So like, my, I guess Makima is trying to coax him into eating her so she could be erased from existence. But he's not doing it, and she's getting frustrated with him not doing it. So, I think the thing with these Chainsaw Man chapters is I might just hold off on my um, reviews on them till a little bit more comes out, so I can get. Because I don't want to just keep saying, "Oh, I don't know what's going on" every week. So from now on, I'm just gonna wait till they pile up, so I can give a better, uh, like my like a better opinion on them. Because it seems like it's this type of series where you gotta let it pile up. Um, that's it for that. My hero was cool. I guess if you're an old Chaco fan, you like this chapter, but I, I want to get back to Deku, so I really didn't. I kind of skimmed some stuff. Oh, what else? What else? Oh, Black Clover was fucking amazing this week. This was probably the, this was probably my most favorite chapter that came out out of Shonen Jump this week. We got a lot, a lot about um, the demon that Asa's with and a little bit about some origins and a little bit more significance of the black, I mean, of the uh, five leaf. Uh, Clover Grimoire that he got. There's more context to it. So I'm excited for the next chapter because this is what I wanted. So shout out to Black Clover. And then I'll I'll end it with One Piece. Um, like I've said this multiple times. I don't care about the scabbards like that. I care about some of them. Like I like uh, Neko and Inu. Kinemon's okay, but I'm starting to hate them because people say he's stronger than Ace. <laughs> And if you touch Ace, in my mind, you're you're a clown, you're 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 scum. So fuck Kinemon. At this point for me, and Dendro's okay, Ashura Doji's okay, they're all alright. But and I understand people are saying like, because I'm at first I was pissed, then I looked back and I, and I saw that I guess it makes sense because Oda never showed what Raizo could do. Um, you could just say Kinemon's a goofy guy. I just don't like that because it makes Dress Rosa look kind of silly. Because if Kinemon was that formidable, he could have helped. Law literally lost an arm to that nigga. But you could have just jumped in and sliced some stuff up to Luffy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't know. It's, it's whatever. It kind of takes away from Dress Rosa for me. And uh, but I am okay with the Odin stuff that he gave us at the end of the chapter, where he they Oda, Odin basically taught them his two sword style and he was telling him a bit about Rio or they were trying to learn Rio for his sake or whatever. But um, I'm cool with Inu cutting him. I'm cool with Ashura Doji cutting him. I'm cool with Denjiro. I'm not cool with Kinemon doing it. I don't care how much explanation you give me. I'm not cool with Kinemon doing it. So you could have just <laughs> made it Neko 
that cut him. And I would have been perfectly fine. No issues. It's cool that they know Rio. It's just, if you didn't show us Luffy go gear four and get flicked by Kaido like he did, and then you have these guys doing it, like if you just had Luffy didn't touch Kaido, all he did was punch Kaido in his um, dragon form, and then you have Kaido like off screen Luffy, so I didn't see anything on what happened. I would have been, it would have been better for me to like accept it, but it's only Kinemon. The Rizo stuff was funny because it's like that's just him using a reversal. It's not his own strength. It's the same thing with Kinemon cutting fire. That doesn't make him strong, so I'll let it slide. But that's it for the power scaling. I really like the beginning portion with Marco though. Um, Oda's because like everybody's been shitting on Marco for the past like four years or five years, saying that some people say he's like Sanji with wings, he's trash because <laughs> he didn't do nothing significant in the Ringford. But I keep telling you, I keep telling people that he only has fought in top tiers. The only people he's fight are Kizaru, Blackbeard, Akainu, and Aokiji. All those guys are top ten, so you can't really judge him based off those encounters. And the way he's talking to Big Mom is kind of putting him on a, you know how Oda does. He 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 makes guys look cool. He gives them this cool dialogue. So we're probably going to see something cool from Marco pretty soon. Probably going to be Marco versus King because I don't see any other reason for him to fight unless he's going to fight Kaido. But I just know Oda's using this chapter to hype up Marco and I'm for it. So that's it for me this week, though. All right. So uh, for me reading uh yeah i'll start with uh i'll start with reading i read the my hero chapter uh shout out to viz media for being a liar because they <laughs> gave i saw that notification like oh uh stay tuned for this hyped up uh the uh, ultra goes to talk to um Koga. and i'm reading the chapter and i'm like okay when are they gonna talk and it's just one panel and it's like I'm gonna stop you because you're a villain. Lame. Um, stop this, please. Can this arc be over with, man? Like it, the fight, the hype fight is it, it happened. Shigaraki's gone. Something happens. The freaking all of a sudden Dobby kills Endeavor, and let's get it to your time skip. I'm tired of this arc now. Um, because like stuff like stuff like this chapter is like completely unnecessary. I don't care about Toga going to like they've already talked before and they talked about the same shit. Like she, I think she even said the same stuff. Like, yeah, you're a villain and I'm gonna stop you. Okay, cool. You don't need to dedicate a whole half ladder chapter to that at all, especially on freaking someone who just got replaced by by Deku. Like, literally, can do your power ten times better. You're kind of worthless. You're literally Sakura right now. Um. So it is what it is. I'm not saying that I don't like Uraraka. It's just like I don't need a lot of time developed on anybody in Class 1A whose name is not Bakugo, Deku, or Todoroki at this point. Uh, so that's how I feel with my hero. Uh, One Piece. Um, um, I just need to know what kind of training this gap because if they're tapping into the training that odin taught them 20 years ago i just need to know how the fuck they've been struggling for 20 years yeah 
I, that that's my biggest question. I just need to know how you've been struggling for twenty years if you can legit just walk up to Kaido and piece him up, G. Because if you, to, in my opinion, if you're able to piece up Kaido, then like the rest of them niggas is fodder. So it's like, what what are you struggling for, Kinemon? What I have to go seek out Luffy because he'll he'll help. He's the man who's going to help us open the doors to Wayne. No, you're good, good by yourself, Kinemon. You can open up the doors to Wayne, oh my guy. Like you Gucci. Uh so it's just like and I'm man, they making Kaido look like Big Mom. But not nah, nah, because Big Mom didn't take that many L's in her own arc. It was really after arc when she started taking a lot of L's. But she they really making Kaido be like Big Mom out in these streets and you hate to see it. I'm pissed so, off. Like, about I it. mean it's like I'm afraid about what he gonna do to Shanks, G. I'm afraid, like this nigga gonna pop up on a, the um, a laugh tail, and if freaking Kobe is gonna punch him in the stomach. <laughs> Don't cough for blood. <sighs> I call her right now, boy. Shane's going out with a thickness, folks. That's yeah. how he going out, bro. Folks going out with lung cancer or something, folks. Kobe yeah, finna be like, I repaid the favor. Thanks for saving me. Now die. <laughs> like I just, man, that shit is crazy. Uh, but I mean, it's not a bad chapter. But I'm just getting really annoyed with the 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 scabbard stuff. Yeah, it's just it's just too many. It's drawn out as hell. Yeah, it, it's it's too many inconsistencies, especially against someone who you've been hyping up so much as fucking Kaido, right? Yeah, like it, it's it's annoying at this point. So Oda, I'm not saying how to do your job because I wouldn't tell you how to do your job, but um. I'm gonna need Kaido to Borja blast these niggas off the panel because I'm tired of them. You need to get out that dragon <laughs> I need form. Luffy to pull up. <laughs> get out that dragon form and club these niggas to death, bro. I'm tired of seeing <laughs> the red scabbards. All of them can die for. I don't care about any of them. They can all except for except for Nekomamashi and Inuarashi. Those are the only two people I care about. Everybody else can die for all I care. Uh, oh, and man. I wouldn't be sad. So. That's it for One Piece. I, I need Kaido to make an example of them niggas immediately. I'm That's saying, all bro. I ask. Make an example. That's all I need. Did y'all know? He looking like Big Mom out in these streets, bro. Did Don't y'all know? Like, like he Mom. only hit Kawamatsu. Like he didn't show him hit Raizo or anybody else. Like specifically, only Kawamatsu got hit this chapter. Mm-hmm. It's like you could have showed that with each. Like, why don't you show exchanges? He's just taking shit. He's just you taking L's, and he's uh, going like. Oh. Where are they getting this power from? Like, come on, bro. You're a fucking Yonko. They're red scabbards, bro. It's not like we... I mean, now now we have to judge if in the power <laughs> scaling community, we have to judge, like, we got, like, Admiral level, Vice Admiral. Now we got red scabbards level. And then Yonko level. Jesus, what the fuck? <laughs> man, so, like, man, I, I don't know, bro. But moving on, Chainsaw, man. I'm on the same page as DC. I'm letting this chapter build up because I'm getting frustrated. <laughs> I don't feel <laughs> like it, it's pissing. It's it's pissing me off. Like before, it's just kind of like memeing, like oh, haha, it's kind of funny. But now it's just like there's like, really we, nothing happening in these chapters besides him going crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna let like maybe like five chapters build up, and then hopefully we can get somewhere because like. Makima's toxicity isn't carrying it anymore and that chick from the restaurant I, I kind of want her to die because she's pissing me off <laughs> um, so that's it for that 
Um, I believe uh, that is it uh, as far as reading. Uh, moving on to watching. Uh, watched episode three of Jujutsu Kaisen. Really good episode. Uh, the chick, um, I forgot her name, uh, but she has a really good dynamic with uh, Itadori as far as like them both being from the countryside uh, and them kind of enjoying the city life together or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about her character because I'm getting some slight soccer vibes from her. Just a little bit. Uh, but yeah, just a habit. Nothing too nothing too toxic, but you know, enough to make me kind of mm, no. Uh, but I really enjoyed this episode. I'm really enjoying Jujutsu Kaisen as a whole. Uh, and I'm excited to see what happens next because they kind of teased at the end of the episode that someone's going to die which I highly doubt because it's shonen but if somebody does die then hey go for it uh, oh yeah and that ending theme song is so fire oh yeah, yeah. That ending th- and the animation too I, I don't know that that shit is flames G. like them walking out the door with the different clothes and stuff like that props to whoever animated that that, that sequence because that shit is flames um that's that, and then I watched Tony Kawa over the moon. Uh, I definitely say that this is this is one of the weaker episodes to me. Um, I didn't the the chick, the two chicks at the end annoyed at annoyed me, or the two chicks at the bathroom house annoyed me. Yeah, I didn't find them funny. Um, the one had the dynamic of being basically every lolly ever. Yep. Um, and the one in the bathhouse had uh the you could tell that they were they didn't establish a character so much as they established a quirk that's essentially she's not a character she's a quirk she's weird okay and i i guess you know a lot of anime mediums like to introduce characters like oh this character is weird that automatically makes them interesting no it doesn't um i really do think that this show's strongest suit is the interactions between nasa and uh his uh, wife. Agreed. Because um, I think the next episode is going to piss me off because it's another Lolly character. Um, but I still enjoy the show. Uh, it's still a feels good anime because like the the moments where they had the moments where they have just the two main characters interacting to me is just it was character show. Um, side characters that I've seen so far have just been. I was legit like. Can we move on to the next scene, please? Uh, because you guys aren't fun, like at all. Like she was in a bathhouse. Oh, she looked at his dick. Like, okay, move on. First off, that. First off, if I'm NASA, I'm definitely being on high alert because she's 15 years old. You're 18 years old, and you're in the Tokyo area. You need to uh. Put your guard Watch up, my yourself. nigga. Um. And then yeah, the other chick her being like oh i caught you doing something so embarrassing oh my god i can't believe you. i was like yo shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> that's how i felt like yeah you're the your friend you are the childhood friend of you lost you never you didn't even have a ch- like in this anime he's already married you never had a chance so please get the fuck out the show um and take care of your rundown ass bathhouse hopefully they get a house <laughs> soon so they ain't got to interact with them niggas no more um he has it in the bank That's, account. He helped. He, and he helped them. Uh, That's why I'm like, I'm so confused. Like, why the little chick treats him like that? Like, he literally saved your entire 
family from being poor. Exactly. Like, get off your high horse, you dumb bitch. But and also, uh, uh, I like how the, it's like a little way they did show that NASA is probably smart as shit without going to high school. Yeah. Um, it's like it's such a cliche though, right? Because yeah. he's smart, but he's not romantically smart, even though he's a pervert. I hate that kind of. I hate that character type. It, to me, it just makes no sense. He's a pervert. He wants to see his wife naked, but then he doesn't realize that his wife is jealous. Yep. That makes no sense to me. Like, I just don't. I like the fact that he's smart, but I hate it when and whenever there's in romance shows that they introduce a character who's like, this is the smartest nigga in the class. But romance wise, he sucks. Like, come on, bro. Like, you just, you married the chick. You, like, you need to at least acknowledge the signs. So. That misunderstanding at the end was kind of funny because it was like she thought he was talking about her being jealous, but he was talking about the fact that he needs to like genuinely propose to her and like do a wedding ceremony and shit like that. Mm. I found that funny, but um, as far as I definitely say that this is the weakest episode as yeah, so far. Um, but in animation wise too, like this episode was kind of ugly. Uh, but yeah uh on to playing so playing i actually went back and started playing the the dot hack gu series that i bought a while ago i hadn't played that game since march of this year uh and so i finished volume three i'm on to volume four now which is uh for those who don't know the dot hack gu it, it was originally a trilogy on the ps2 and then when they remastered it for the PS4, they added another volume. It's kind of like a close-off volume. Uh, so I'm on that now. Uh, but as far as like kind of the original ending, so to say, I really liked it. Uh, basically, I would say if you want to see, if you want to see how Sasuke would be in the world of Sword Art Online, that's kind of <laughs> how Dot Hack is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, because. And it's like, because not only is the main character edgy, but he's also voiced by the same dude who voice acted Sasuke. Um, so, it, it, but it's a really good game. Um, they actually do a Persona route, which I'm actually kind of, I was playing the ending, of, like the ending, during the ending credits, because basically like he walks up to this girl at the end of uh, the game, kind of like maybe the game is saying that he chose to go with her. Um and I was like, you know what? He has a lot of interact. He has a lot of chemistry with a lot of other players in this game. That'd be kind of cool if you can like choose your own waifu at the end of the game. And then when I booted up the game again, they actually have a marriage system in the game, like in Sword Art, where if you have max uh, affection with a certain character, you can basically propose to them, and uh, they'll be your. Because the game is inclusive, so you can they can either be your husbando. Or your wife, uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, and I think after uh, after that uh, is only Ghost of a Shima multiplayer. I was gonna play uh, the Modern War, the the uh, not the Modern Warfare, the Cold War beta, but uh, my boy Extra uh, dropped out on me, bro. He, he didn't he didn't go to the draft, so I had to I had to be on my Donald Trump status and. Uh, Think like I was sick or some shit, uh, <laughs> and not download the beta. So shout out to that. But that's it for me. All right, cool. 
and none of us played the beta. I'm just letting you guys know we did not play the second week of beta. Fuck that game. Uh, but let's go ahead and talk about Ghost of Tsushima. So this week, Ghost of Tsushima dropped their free keyword here, free DLC multiplayer update, which also involves some updates to the single player as well. I think they added new game plus and stuff. I got to double check. But uh, but yeah. So you said what? They did. they did. Oh, okay. Cool. So, getting stuff that kind of should have been in the game in the first place for single player, but free multiplayer is all good because sometimes they will charge. Uh, overall, initial... And no microtransactions. That too. That as well. No so, boxes or microtransactions. So, shout out to Sucker Punch for not pissing us off in that aspect. I give them that. That is one way not to piss us off. Honestly, for me personally, I wasn't that pissed off playing it. Like, the only really big issue we had was the fact that, you know, we kept leaving the servers. But I think that was more on Sony's end because that we'll update, which we'll talk later. about later. Um, But mm-hmm. other than that, it plays really freaking good. It plays dang near close to a single player. Damn near. Like, it feels similar to that in that aspect besides, like, you know, slight latency and all that. But it's pretty slight, especially in terms of parrying. But I generally enjoy it. The story in itself is, like, me and DC tackled the uh, the two-player co- the co-op story. The story yeah. in itself is really nothing spectacular. But um, but the missions in itself are pretty decent. Um. I just like it's still pretty much similar to what you experience in the game in itself. The single player, if you experienced it, but just with a friend and a little bit more challenging in that aspect. Uh, me and DC got worked at one point uh, by yeah, them Ryu niggas. niggas. Yeah. <laughs> them Ryu niggas, G. EO, oh, yeah. EO niggas. We thought we was going to pull up and uh, had a plan. Them niggas said, fuck our plan and fucked us up. So if you're not really being working as a group or being strateg- strategic, you they will punish you. And that's an, not even with the story, but I will even say with the survival mode, if you're not working as a team, you will get clapped. Because there's a huge difference when it was me and DC doing survival with two randoms, besides that one time where we had them two niggas who, were just, who just had everything at that point, like all the good moves. <laughs> all the good stances and just work through niggas. But when we had randoms, it was horrible because the randoms were either a stupid or really just trash at the game in itself. And then when we added Cam to the equation, it went a little bit smoother. Still got a ass whoop, but it went smoother. Then when we added Day Trail, we worked as a team. There's communication. We, we literally beat two of the, what, four? Two of the four or five uh, survival stages. So, well, I'm pretty much saying it's more fun with friends. Straight up. So, you don't have homies to play with, you might sweat a little bit. But um, they they give you everything. Like, even, I, even, I think Daytra glitched and they gave him something. So, that's a bonus in itself. But they they give you anything. Like, in terms of techniques, even though it was very random, I literally got the stuff that I kind of wanted. Like, I wanted a better stance. I got a better stance. 
I wanted better ghost uh, equipment. I got the better ghost equipment. So if you play, they give you stuff. And plus, you could trade it stuff in for other stuff as well. So, excuse me. But overall, like I, I genuinely like it. It's a really fun aspect to the game to the self. It clearly gave it new life because almost everybody in my friend party who, who uh, my friends list on PlayStation had has been playing it. Even people who didn't even finish the first act of Ghost of Tsushima is playing the online multiplayer, and they generally like it from what I've what what they told me. So. That's good to hear. It's getting good reception. It's good that brought new life to the game. I like it. It's like I like it. Like I ain't gonna sit there and say I love it, but I like it. It plays really good. It plays better than a lot of online titles. Call of Duty, 2K. Check mm-hmm. y'all servers. That's all I'm gonna say in regards to that. But yeah, but me personally, I I genuinely like it. Uh, for me, it's cool. Hey, something we've been mentioning yeah, that we actually can play with all with each other. I have my fun on survival, even though it's some annoying aspect. Story mode is fucking boring. I don't care about what it brings. It's, it's really boring. Um, you just go around, kill a couple people with your partner, and then you walk through a portal again and stuff like that. Um, but as for story mode, uh, I mean, not story mode, um, the survival, that was fun. Uh, even though it glitched out on us one time, that sucked. But who knows? You know, new stuff always is, is shitty. Speaking of shitty, fuck shit, dudes. Um, I got gotta say, I have died to the most of the time. So I, I, I got down a bunch. I think it was one game in particular. I got down seven times. Uh, so it was, but it was this one I was trying to do that parrying thing. Perry has a delay, I guess. And that literally got me knocked down so many freaking times. But other than that, I enjoy it. I'll play as a samurai because fuck it, why not? And yeah, it's, it's a decent little shebang. Will I be playing this three weeks from now? Probably not. But for the time being, it's fun. Yeah, I, I also agree. Um, like the story mode was boring, but because I was playing with Chris, it was funny because we was getting smoked. But <laughs> we did not pay a, a, a single attention to any of the dialogue that was said. I think the only thing I heard was dude said I was a woman once. Yeah, that's all I did. I was like, did he say he was a woman once? I was like, I guess. Okay, bro. Right, we Do missed your a thing. Lot. So, Do your thing. But, um, yeah, the, the multiplayer is fun. I enjoy um, I enjoy the different class system. I will say that if I didn't have assassin, I don't know how much I would enjoy because the assassin allows me to just be dumb Broken. as hell when I'm fighting. <laughs> so I, I, that, it's fun. It's real fun for me. I love the assassin class. So and it's smooth. Um, I think the only thing that's like the only thing that could get annoying is like the sword stuff, where like if you have a specific sword you have to know what grunts you can fight and what grunts you can't fight so if you don't have moon stance i think moon stance is the only stance you can use where like you don't really run into issues but when i play at the beginning stone stance was getting me killed because i yep. can only fight sword dudes with one sword everybody else i was getting smoked by so i don't know maybe that's just the only thing i i don't like a lot but overall i enjoy it so yeah that's it for me 
Uh, yep. I'll say um, the survival mode of the game is just uh, absolutely fun. Um, I say for pros, right? So pros is that, like Chris mentioned, the servers are uh, decent as far as like there's really no huge lags um, and combat feels smooth. It's not like choppy or like missing frames and shit like that with uh, stuff like the occasional like enemies popping out of nowhere and like the T-pose poses <laughs> like I, I'm assuming that's because like it's multiple niggas ganging up on one person. So the server, you don't the, know what animation AI is like, what the hell yeah. is going on? Um, uh, the amount of just like the amount of content and value you're getting for an already decent game um and it and, and it's absolutely for free to me is a is a plus um it, it doesn't feel tacked on like it doesn't feel like they just put this in here just to put it in there um or it's for them to like charge people money uh at, because there's no microtransaction and it's a completely free update uh so big ups to sucker punch for that um, I would definitely say that as far as like us having like we've been we've been needing a, a decent squad game for a while, right? So yeah. I can definitely see you know the occasional hey let's hop on on you know go to Tsushima, let's let's do a survival mission, and we can just have fun doing that. Like to me, that's amazing because like we don't need to worry about any stupid ass season passes or anything like that. I think they said that they have like free updates to like some of the story missions and more survival ma maps, so that's amazing as well. Um, four classes to choose from. I would say the one class, and I think all of us can agree on, and that just should not be a thing, and they should rework is the fucking Ronin class. <laughs> Please, um, I'm only get, like since I'm the one actually played it. I'm legit getting by because I know how to play the game. Yeah, pretty much. Like, the only unique thing that they can do is summon a dog, which <laughs> anybody can do if they have 500 points, and they just go up to the little drum things, and then revive multiple people, which become in clutch uh, in multiple situations, like towards like the end of the waves. But if you're going to have someone, if you're gonna have the Ronin kind of structured around spiritual and magic stuff. You could have just created a monk class, uh, a monk class that has an ability to heal uh, their teammates, uh, can summon familiars, can launch like instead of having bow and arrows, like they can have like fire, like lightning power, like they can hit enemies from afar with that. And then their ultimate can be like either um, a massive healing wave. They can like like they can choose between two, like an offensive and a defensive uh, ultimate, whereas like massive healing rate uh massive healing wave or like a big ass meteor comes into the ground and kills people something like that like make it like like instead of because the ronin just feels like samurai with take with all the cool stuff taken out and he can revive people multiple people that's it um the fact that his very first tutorial mission was how to emote was a bad sign to me so <laughs> you know do better on the ronin bro like i and i usually really like playing supportive roles when it comes to games like that but like when i saw that i was like you know i'm going to hunter um but uh yeah uh four classes but still to the point the four classes feel 
unique enough to where it's like you can clearly tell like roles like dc is an assassin and detroit is a samurai um funnily enough even though an assassin is supposed to stick to the shadows and kill enemies they're like one of the best classes offensively um paired up with the samurai uh chris is more of a supportive role so yeah he's hitting but like he's more so focused on making sure that the teammates are safe and my role as a hunter is i mean i could pull up if i want to but my main role is to stay behind and snipe enemies from afar which to me is fun as hell it is uh, so especially uh when i kick dude in the air and oh like, yeah <laughs> that was fine <laughs> yes that, that like and just do, doing like clips little clips like that like that'll always be kind of the seller point because like any game can be fun with friends but if it's an already great game it's like 10 times better with friends because like you're not at this point you're not forced to make your own fun you're having fun with what the game is giving you with your own friends and i very much enjoy that um the survival missions are freaking sweaty as hell oh they do take a long a while too so like if you're planning on doing the survival make sure you have at least 30 minutes, 30 minutes. <laughs> up to 30 minutes of uh free time available to take care of that oh that mission um the kind of the the gear system or the the loot system whatever you want to call it uh it's fairly simple um although they have that stupid old like destiny light system crap um with that big num that with the key number which i don't like because i just feel like elitist of that game which if to me if you tell them that you good at ghost of Tsushima multiplayer you need to get out more um but uh i just don't really like that because that whole power system to me just annoys me uh, but the actual loot itself as far as like the katana um and then like the bow and arrow and charms and shit like that i think it's pretty decent i don't like the fact that you i don't like the fact that the stances are tied to a katana i feel as though because that was the biggest thing in the single player campaign was the fact that you really have to adjust your stances depending on who you're fighting uh and especially like in the survival mode where there's like 50 20 niggas charging after you with like different move like the double sworded niggas the spear niggas the big the brutes like you really can't just use one style throughout the entire 15 waves to, to like to kill enemies so i don't like that i feel as though if anything the samurai the samurai should have access to all stances i feel as though after that like maybe the hunter could have like moon stance or like a, like two stances per class but highlighting the fact that it's you're a fucking samurai you should know all these stances as opposed to like a hunter an assassin and a ronin who would definitely have more of a grounded style than more of an orthodox style um so that's that and um i think that's really it uh story-wise i could care less um but as far as for people who have ghost of tsushima uh would we recommend that you play it if you have friends hell yes and if your friends have ghost of tsushima hell yes play uh, legend the the legends update it's going to be you're gonna have a blast um and i think that this to me because i i have been very hard on ghost of tsushima 
Um, but I'm going to give Sucker Punch. I'm going to give Nogo Tsushima a big dub for this. You might just get an honorable mention, or I might bump you up, and you might you might even be in uh, the top five game uh, games uh, this year on my list just for this update because it's really good, um, and it definitely feels as though this is a huge step up for this game. So that's it for me. All right. Also, one last thing about this. I need Sucker Punch. Nerf arrows. That's it. Nerf them arrows because an arrow can take half your goddamn health. Like, I hate that shit. What a passion. Like, I shouldn't have to get hit by arrows. Exactly. And I don't care if I can hear Dojo, whatever the hell they say. I shouldn't get hit and half my health is gone. Plain and simple. Uh, but moving on now, this is the point of the podcast. If you are a Sony fanboy of in any capacity, you might want to skip the next 10, 15 minutes. Probably just rough estimate. We will give Sony a little bit of praise, but mm -hmm. they will get some praise because well, they don't need someone who, if you hear Sony and bad in the same sentence, you black out, then definitely don't tune in for these next uh, couple minutes because yeah. uh, so, they're going to get the slander train. Yeah, we have to be honest. Like, we have to be very honest. Nobody's paying us a check yet. Once we get a check, hey, the bias will be... I lie all the time. Shoot. Hell yeah. The more zeros, the more lies. So, hey, but... So, we're letting you guys know now, if you haven't yet, fast forward maybe 10, 15 minutes. Maybe we might finish it last. You never know. It would be that way sometimes. But we got to have a very important dialogue about Sony, G, because you guys kind of tweak, bro. So, this week, uh, let's get the slight stuff first. So, uh, if you have, if you use the PlayStation Store on a mobile app or the desktop, you will not be able to buy PS3. PSP Vita and some I I forgot what else games no more. You will not be able to purchase PS3 games, PS Vita games on the mobile and desktop PlayStation Store for whatever reason why. But if it's you still have, you said what? All all that stuff is getting revamped. There we go. It's getting revamped. So, but you will still be able to purchase. PS Vita games and PS3 games off the direct PlayStation Store that is on those systems slash handheld. So, letting you guys know. So, not really a big L, but it's whatever. So, moving on. PS4 oh, had an update. You can't, ain't no such thing as a wish list no more. I don't know who the fuck used those things, but those disappeared too. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Like, I don't even know how to access so is it like what you you say, hey friend, I really want this game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's something I don't know who people use that other than porn stars when they on cam, but yeah. <laughs> I know that that's a feature on Steam where you can gift games to some of like your friends, but I don't I didn't know that that was like a thing in on PlayStation. Yeah, it's uh, it's been on the store, but it don't really work. Like I think I had a game on a wish list. I checked and it and it disappeared. So yeah. So in a way, it was a feature that they knew didn't work, so they took it out. Uh, if you did use it and it worked for you, congratulations. But going in, PS4 had an update. 
update 8.00 and get ready to see update 8.01 really soon but um update dropped uh cam or Datra, y'all want to take over from here cam go ahead for i'm lobbing into you Oh, as far as like my thoughts on the update? Well, the update in it? itself, like what what? Well, I'm about to pull up what the update did. Hold on, let me just pull up what the update did. So hold on. Yeah, you can you can talk about the because I didn't look too much into that. I didn't look at it. Tell you what I feel. <laughs> I, yeah. So <laughs> so anyway, so what this update did? Updates the party and messages system. So now I had to explain this to people. Be and explaining it, they looked at me like I was fucking nuts. So. What they did was, so I'm, we're going. I'm gonna use our group as an example. We have a very well, I won't say a huge, but a respectably loyal PlayStation Party group. Now, which is consists of probably like ten, twelve of us, but probably six or eight of us be on at a time, at max. So we. So with that being said, you cannot just make a party and be like. Hey, okay, like day trail. Did you make a party? Yeah, it's a party. All right, I go turn my PlayStation on and can join. Can't do that no more. There has to be a message group already established of the people who's in that party, and from there, that's how the party is now set up. So, and you can't name the party unless you name the message group. So, which. For me, I'm a big person of naming parties. You can't do that no more unless you name the message group. So that's that. That's half of my goddamn lingo gone. Shit, that was like my whole shtick when it comes to parties. Naming that shit so stupid. Yeah. You can still do it. You just have to change the group name like I did today. Uh, But next, they added new avatars. I don't really care about avatars like that. So that's nice. Uh, you can now mute all mics from quick menu. So like, I guess if you just want to mute everything, mute everybody, you can do that now. So that's neat in itself. Uh, they simplified, uh, the parental controls. We're all grown as adults here. So who cares? They enhanced the two step verification thingy. Uh, so if you want to make sure you're doubly your account is double protected you can do that you can add a two-step verification uh they removed the event creation and private community uh thingy so that's that there's updates to the remote play app on mobile and pc i don't normally touch those so i don't know what the hell that's gonna do but and also within the it's not within it's an update but they also inform you now that PlayStation, well, technically, the parties are private technically now because you, you can only join through message groups. But they mentioned that they are recording all, like, they will randomly record what's going on in the party and it can be reviewed to Sony for XYZ reasons. So, which had a lot of people ruffled up something xbox does do i agree with it hope uh it's no what'd you say we talking about the 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 party thing uh the 
yeah, the recorded part. Oh yeah, be. and also everybody signed for that. You, exactly. Whenever, whatever, whenever you sign up for PSN and you check that because you you know because y'all do it, I do it. You scroll down that um privacy and agreement shit and you check and go like yeah accept and agree you accepted the fact that playstation can record your party accepted my uh, ass off <laughs> so like that thing like i'm not necessarily like what's the like like what's to get mad about unless you're fucking funneling drugs to goddamn countries which somebody did before we talked about it on this podcast which is you know shout out to bro getting his money the, the, the wrong way i guess but like, for people who to who get mad and say, "Nigga, everything you do is getting watched." We live in a country that's very highly surveillance, bro. Like everything we do, that's why niggas barely get away from crimes if they don't got enough money to get away from it, bro. Like I don't give a fuck if PlayStation listens to me making very very sick jokes. Fucking Japs gonna do? Give me a bad? No, unless somebody report me, then. The, exactly and the other fact is that like damn, your phone does that stuff like how many yeah. times have you said damn like I, I should probably get this I should probably get that you scrolling through Facebook and, and an app pops there up we go. literally talking about the thing you was just saying to get your phone is recording what you like everything and it, I mean hell fucking uh, Edward uh, Snowden the nigga who literally proved that NASA is spying on us like you you don't have privacy when it comes to certain things, and you gotta accept that. Uh, now, the fact that PlayStation is PlayStation is just telling you up front now, but you already agreed to that. Yep. Way before, way before this update. So get mad over it now and go do nothing. And the only reason to really get mad is if you got a snitch in your group. So if you got a snitch in your group, then get mad. But if not, then joke around in your parties. Exactly. It, it's just. Just know, just make sure you say what's up to Sony when you join the party. Plain and simple. Because they listening. And Xbox niggas been saying they've been doing this for the longest. It's just, I think Xbox actually getting niggas up out of here. Actively. But Microsoft is full of racist niggas uh, who play their system. So, hey, that's a different story in itself. But, uh, uh, I'll let you guys take over from here. Real quick for me, folks. I think it's shit. Um... I think it's. I think they're trying to be like Discord, in which I look, bro. I don't know how these things work like that. I'm just say I'm pretty sure Discord. The price on Discord is not that fucking high for a billion dollar company like Sony. You just bought the shit, I guess. You do. Everybody buys something once in a while, um, but like, I think the party thing is going to be better on a five. But changing the the way the PS4 parties in the last year of its fucking cycle makes no damn sense. The last month. <laughs> last, yeah, last month. Makes no damn sense. It just makes no damn sense. You're creating a new normal when motherfuckers probably won't even be on that bitch. Unless they waiting to get the PS5 or they, you know, unfortunate. But all in all, um, it's shit. Sorry for cursing from the past and for the fucking future. But it's shit. And... I will always I literally don't want to join parties because that shit is just annoying. Like, what if I want to play a fucking game with, with a random? I have to invite them to a message group, tell them, all right, we in a message with each other, play the game, and then if I don't want to fucking see them again, I got to block them on every fucking thing. 
Yep. Like, it's so goddamn weird, bro. Um, it, it's better now because motherfuckers won't be raking our parties like they used to do extra trying to 1v100 Street Fighter. That's kind of cool. That nigga asking us to play Overwatch. That's kind of cool. Um, you know, the whole time, I'm not, it's not too shabby. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, to counter, not, I won't say to counter, but to bring a point, I think Sony did it this way to make it easier for people to party chat between PS4 and PS5. But they're using the PS4 as a, I guess now as a beta that they're going to work the bugs out to make sure it's ready by the time PS5 come out. That's just my assumption, but um, but you go ahead, Cam. You there, Cam? Cam, you there? All right, we uh, we lost Cam for some reason, but uh, but yeah, but uh, at first it was just way it was just explained it was just clunky, but the most of the frustration originally came from when uh from the simple fact that sony it was like server issues like niggas couldn't see their party i mean they friendless niggas uh was getting locked out of their games and stuff they were just having major server issues so that led to a lot of problems in itself overall it's just a little clunky to do especially like in terms of adding like the one one-off type people like datra mentioned is like Damn, before I don't like talking to randoms. Like even if I was to play Park on 2K, which I retired from, or Pro Am, which I'm borderline retired from, that's kind of frustrating. Or you just well, unless you just want to just join the in-game party, that's another thing you can do in itself. But in terms of just back and forth having to invite people to parties, that may be a little frustrating. Or if you just have a separate friend group that you know you play certain games with. You got to make a message group for spe- specific for that group. But if you want to invite a certain person who normally don't be, you got to add that person. So it just adds uh, extra steps that's not really necessary. But it does make it easier where you don't have to go make a party from scratch every uh, every time as well. So that's my, that's my thoughts on it. It's a little clunky, but... I feel like it'd be a lot smoother with the PS5 as well. Uh, Cam, you back yet? Yeah, I'm back. Okay. Um, You can say your thoughts. Yeah, so I guess for me, the big thing... So I understand what they're trying to go for, right? Like, as far as, like Detro was saying, the Discord system and having established communities have parties. But you could have just added on instead of removing uh, where you still have the normal party fic- feature and then mm-hmm. you can have a a uh, then you in, in the settings of parties you can set up a private um, party channel where you can invite some of your friends and then whenever you all want to you know hop into a party you just go into that that channel or that party or whatever right and then still have things where you can change the name and all this other stuff. But it just makes no sense that you now have to delegate party creation to specific friend groups because that's just more 
it's more instead of an improvement and thinking about this since i'm kind of big on technology in, in the technology world and a lot of things you have to really think about customer experience as far as mm-hmm. ease of access so whereas before you just create a party and boom that's it now you have to okay now i have to you know invite and you know create this message group and shit like that it's just it's more steps and that creates annoyances right we live in a very we live in a very like i'd say like adhd like low attention span error where it's like if if i'm not getting the results i want fast i get very annoyed and i get very pissed off uh and another thing is that i don't know what happened to your servers but the shit is ass dog like dc getting kicked out multiple times like <laughs> nat type issues arising like that shit gets very 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 annoying uh so it's like and that only really i mean i haven't really been in parties but for when we when i was heavy into the parties there weren't really any huge nat type issues but like it's like an everyday thing now from yeah. what i'm seeing and Cam uh, this, uh, been on the parties like a lot more just this week alone from what I've noticed. And yeah, and it's just been like, oh, that type issue, that type issue. And it's like, yo, what's going on, bro? Like, so I think that this and this update definitely feels like they're beta testing stuff for the PS5, which is fine, but make it so that you still have the old features in there. So like, you know, have it so that it's like, hey, we've added some new features to the party if you want to try them out. These features will also be available in the PS5, so get used to them now type of situation. Or you can just do the old-fashioned way that you've been doing for like the last five, six-plus years on the PS4. Uh, okay. So um, I don't really... I, I don't like what they've done, and I'm hoping that this 8.1... I've just I just read an article that said that they're double-downing on it, so... I don't think we go get any more positive changes as far as uh, what people are expecting, but uh, it is what it is at the end of the day. Um, and I would just say that I guess I would say use this as a way to garner future PlayStation experiences as far as updates. Mm-hmm. Um, from a consumer perspective, if they're not listening to good feedback as far as the, not not necessarily the privacy stuff of the party because there's not really much you can do about that because you are we've already agreed to that um but as far as like the actual you know uh, i just want to create a free party or i want to create a private party channel with dedicated friends if they're not you know having if they're not paying attention to that feedback at all and they're ignoring their customer base use that as a way to decide for yourself do you really want to keep supporting a company that doesn't listen to its consumers mm-hmm. so that's all i really got to say sony step up your game yep like i said it's like it's respectable criticism uh dc you anything you want to add no y'all said everything just stop fucking kicking me out the shit but that's whatever <laughs> and dc's the main one that's been getting kicked out like dc's beginning that tight i'm like dc be like it it's a literally and they don't even say nat type issues no more. They just say, yeah, that nigga's just out. He's just been kicked from the party. <laughs> He's been kicked from the party or you cannot hear uh, DC at all. I'm like... From my perspective, it's like 
when I I know I'll get kicked out if one of you guys says, "Oh, you can't talk to so and so," and then the next nigga, then the next nigga, I'm like, "All right, I'm about to get fucking Thanos snapped out of there." <laughs> Literally, but it's just stupid. I also don't like. I mean, like as like how Daytro broke it down, I guess it does work. I just don't like how I get on. I don't know if there's a party or not. Yeah, ninety percent of the time, that's my. That's, only. I would say I don't know if it's a party or not either. You will have somebody will have, so somebody will have to go through that message thing and start a party through that. And just, but if you're not in the message group with a certain person, you're not going to see. So say for instance, if it was just me, Cam, and and Chris in a party, you're not going to see if we're in the party at all. Even mm-hmm. if we're close friends, or we will have to be in that message group in which all of us is in the same party, which makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that's if like. That, if you want to, you know, make it seem like I ran a PBK join this party and spear Nazi rhetoric, just have the party leader such and such join the party. Is it okay? You know, we'll, we'll press X or something like that. So, I don't know. I know mid-game, that's probably ass, but shit, I don't know. Or say, do you want this party open? You can do that. Yeah. yeah. That, that yeah, will help a options. lot. Yeah, like, that will help a lot because, like, like I mentioned, for our PlayStation Party group, we it's like legit probably like twelve of us who twelve of us, but eight or six or eight of us is on at one time most of the time. That can be a little frustrating if we gotta add people. So that's the main issue. I'm sure they'll it'll probably get better over time. Will I ain't I don't, will it probably go back? I doubt it. No. But they not. might but it will probably be some tweaks where it's, where it's similar, just not how it was in the old days. Like I do it in the wire set. That's the thing about the old days. It's the old days. So, throwing that out there. But, uh, all right. So, if you was listening uh, and you couldn't take no PlayStation slander, it's over with now. So, now, good news about PlayStation. They dropped the PS5 UI. Which, if you don't know what UI means, user interface. If you don't know what user interface means, for dummies, the main menu when you hit when you turn your PlayStation on. So, uh, did we all see the video? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Do you see you saw it? Nah. All right. Uh, well, let me hit that. Sh- let me share the screen real quick, cause uh, might as well just skim through it real quick. All right. Uh, I already set the share screen on. If y'all wanna. Go ahead and join that. That way we get live takes. Uh, let me know when y'all on. I'm on. All right. Ooh. I see you. All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Hideaki Nishino, and I head up PlayStation's platform planning and management team, which includes product and UX design. Today, we are finally going to give you a look at the Be Meaningful. PlayStation team members from all around the world work to deliver a PS5 experience that is completely centered on you, the player, connecting you with a great play and a passionate community of gamers. With a look and feel that's designed for 4K TVs, the PS5 user experience was built from the ground up to take advantage of the console capabilities, complementing the transformative games coming with this new generation. I should note that this video tour is from a pre-production environment on the PS5 console, so there may be a few small wrinkles or minor changes once the console launches in November. And now, 
Let's check it out, courtesy of our own Sid Schumann. Thanks, Nishino-san. Welcome to your new PlayStation 5 console experience. This time, we've started up from rest mode. We've already created an account and signed into PlayStation Network, so let's log in. In this case, I've resumed right where I left off in Sackboy A Big Adventure. And here, we're looking at PlayStation 5's Control Center. From here, it's one click and we're right back into the game, but let's take a moment and look around. So the control center here, is always one like tap of the PlayStation button away. From like okay. whenever like it provides you immediate would do access to almost everything you need from the system without like leaving the game. you're playing the game and you do a rest like mode. seeing who is online, uh, checking the status on your of the download, forward, managing your controller, power, it looks like this is a lot more smoother where it's not like a lot of uh slow down menu between These yeah, like a lot of slow down it's just like you can go right cards. you can go right back into the action games and so the that system looks pretty cool. Voice. and then yep. you can First, also see like the, resumed, it looks like the they have like is showing a special card that allows me to get up to date on, on there, recent stories and also by publishers for games i am following. i don't really think this is a big thing another card here shows really me care about this i've captured from yeah. my gameplay using the create button on the dual like sense it is, it's pretty cool that they give Let's you check progress out the most powerful new features of the ps5 console so, so like if you're They're a big just to the right in this trophy like if you're a big uh, achievement whore activities the are fact part that of it's the like you can they have like percentages to next to let's get an example of one way they're used in Sackboy, a big adventure that looks pretty cool Oh, With a tap of the really PlayStation button, I'm well, back to playing the game. Sackboy, a big adventure, is packed with things to discover, yeah, and even as can, about ten minutes left, like this is PlayStation 5's personalized game. playtime estimate, yeah, giving okay. me an idea how long it will take to chat with your friends on the PlayStation 5 console. So let's check out how it works. So pretty Here, much, this is I'm where they say, "Hey, you niggas are stuck with this party system," and have decided to join the voice chat that my friend just entered. Now, my friend could have done this on the PlayStation app for mobile devices, from a PS4, or in this case, from a PS5. The DualSense controller features an integrated microphone, too, so I could start talking right away. But I always have the ability to hit the mute button on the controller or in the menus. So basically, same, the same shit we're doing now, so not really a big Party thing. Party into the side while you play. You can access it anytime via the that, controller, okay. too. That shit fires yeah. and it is the most useful yes. shit ever, bro. Yes. Okay, that is amazing. Review. So far, we've <laughs> seen how activities on PS5 amazing, will make it now I'm wondering, back into PS5 I'm wondering if it's going to be like how you can get phone, in-game right? help and chat like with, with the friend. Android phone so that leads how I can like if I'm playing Dokkan Battle, I can start up YouTube and then have like a mini screen so it's time yeah. to on the side and then have like me playing Dokkan. Like I'm wondering if that doesn't just work for share screen if it works for like say for instance I pull up YouTube I can put YouTube on the right corner of my screen and keep playing Sackboy or whatever game I'm playing on the PS5. If that is a thing, that's big. That's freaking amazing. Destruction All Stars now quickly starts thanks to PS5's ultra high speed SSD. SSD. Okay, I think we've got enough people on our party, so let's jump in. We're keeping the focus on PS5's user experience today, so, oh, so this is let's just zip like, ahead so that so game is gonna be more. just just kind of like Overwatch. Ain't no uh, single player, nothing like that. Nope, strictly not like that. We're like, we don't have time to play yeah, a full not, match today, but I do really think we have time about. to but take the a content though. Photo. I know some people go get to do this that. Content. I'll just tap the create. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna have it for the content too, and that bitch a PlayStation Plus uh free game of the month. Recent hell yeah, it should be a free game. Or if they were ballsy, make a PlayStation game space like this one. Yep, but today we're focused on gaming. 
Each game has its own hub completely integrated. The big thing that Xbox so can say when they launch their UI is, oh, you want to play Assassin's Creed? Right into. You, you got Video our Game clips, Pass? Go ahead. Stories about the game, you want to play uh, and Cyberpunk? You got Game Pass? PS4 Go ahead. titles will benefit from some yeah. of these features, too. Yeah, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Nothing yeah. really major uh, else to really show. Uh, I think the biggest thing to take from this, and uh, shout out to TVH, is the fact that it's simplistic and yep. less is more in this case. You don't want to have, like, I was looking at, like, the Xbox One's uh, UI, and that shit is clunky. It's a mess. I hate that UI. Uh, so it's like you you really want, again, what I was talking about later, ease of access. You want your you want your customers you want you want to be able to present everything in a simplistic way where they can access anything without having to do any research about like where is this and where is that it's like all in their face and I think that's the biggest thing with with Sony when it comes to UIs in general because PS3 was simplistic uh, PlayStation 4 simplistic and now PS5 is going for a more simplistic UI hopefully Xbox Series X goes back into i think what was it xbox 360 a lot of people said they like yeah, that ui 360 so it goes really back into UI. that where simplistics but uh this is definitely a, a w i'm not gonna say it's a big w uh it's just a, it's a w for sony because that's one less kind of worry that i have um as far as the ps5 uh system is the ui because that's a huge thing um but yeah it looks good uh like i said before they will give I'm telling you, you PlayStation, you'll give huge props for me if that share screen thing is not just for uh, share play, but it's for like YouTube and whatever else uh, like you want to watch, like Netflix, like shit. Like if you could do that and put that on the right uh, top screen, right corner of your or wherever you want to put it and continue to play your game while that stuff is playing in the background, that's freaking amazing. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like I like it a lot. The share thing, the share screen thing is really dope. Like I hope, like you, like you mentioned, I hope it's like I could go on YouTube and be like, okay, I'm stuck on this game, even though I didn't, uh, I, I actually skimped past that part, and I like it. If once again, if you, it really appeals to trophy horse, which that video appealed a lot to, yeah. but where they said if you, you, it's kind of like Persona, where you can literally, if you don't, when you're in school, if you don't know the answer to something, hey, here's the uh, what here's the answer that everybody else gave so they they actually show like hints for trophies and stuff so if you little confused on where to go how to get there it's screenshots of what other people did or a whole videos of what other people did so i like that idea but also like i'm a nigga like okay i don't want to see other people's shit and well i won't say i want to see other people's stuff but then go on youtube and see it on there so that way it's a lot more direct for me to look at so I'm hoping it's like that as well. If not, I'm sure it's going to be updated eventually. Like that added on. But for them to actually do that, that says a lot about how well it's processing. How much the PlayStation is good at processing shit. Because to have a full active video while you're playing a freaking 4K ass game that's running off crazy numbers in itself is really good. And the video itself is also processing good because it looked like it had good resolution on the share screen as well. So yeah, that's that's, a, that's a very of, impressive. So a lot of stuff came out from the um from like both consoles, uh, but it looked like PlayStation is is showing how like great they whatever that fucking thing called that make things go faster. That's inside that system. SSD. Uh, yeah, 
Because they show... I did not know Spider-Man was shit at loading, bro. Oh, yeah. Mm. I used I to hate remember. doing the, the subway fast travel stuff. That, that's, yeah. I hated that. So, But they showed that when you leave... So when you used to leave a, a hideout or whatever after you beat the dog's tail somebody with some synthetic webs, they, it was a loading screen. That loading screen was probably like 60 seconds. Immediate transition out of the out of the highway. And I know... Small things like that, people probably won't talk about. That's fucking amazing. It is. Um, you think of games such as like, bro, I don't know if y'all need to play The Witcher, but that fucking loader screen is hell. Let you die in the middle yeah. of Let you get into a death loop. You gonna turn <laughs> that bitch off. You gonna load the screen more than the fucking fight. Um, so what's another long game? Uh, shit, I don't even remember. But there's a lot of games with long ass loader screens. Uh, that's really good, and just the seamless of like you know, moving around. Uh, thank God they made the PlayStation Store better. They talk about that in that video too. That the PlayStation Store is different now. That is integrated within the home screen, so it's not like you're going into an individual app. You literally, once you place the PlayStation Store, it's just there. That because I don't know how many PS4s just was like I don't know what the fuck to do after they leave the PlayStation Store. Or go inside the place and store, confused like too. mine did. Um, but Xbox shows something that I don't know if y'all peep, but they got the, they got this thing called um, Game Resume. I forgot what it was called, but you can. It's basically like it's weird. So I don't know how that shit was gonna work. I don't know how it's gonna take a toll on the system. I don't know. But say for instance, she was playing Borderlands 3. And then some nigga be like, all right, bro, let's play 2K. You can go into 2K, boot 2K up, and you like, all right, bro, I'll be right back. You can stop, get out of that without closing 2K at all and go right back to Borderlands 3 where you left off without having to load up, without having to do anything. It's like That's basically like switching tabs. If that, like, actually works the way it's supposed to, uh, that's fucking dope. Yeah, it's <laughs> really fucking cool. I, I thought to myself like, it's going to be few people who actually use that shit. Like, I think for me, I would use it in the sense of like, when I'm at like in a, in a real puzzling like dungeon or something like that, I'll go to a game that I that I use to de-stress myself like a fucking 2K, like a UFC, and then I'll go back and go into it. That's really cool. I hope PlayStation got something like that. If they don't, it's not like game-breaking. But that was one thing I saw that from Xbox that I was like, yo, this is fucking fire. But I went to the comment section and couldn't get any other, you know, good opinions because of the fucking war down there. Because people course. still talking console wars and in our year of our Lord and Savior 2020. So, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the quick resume thing. Yeah. I like that. Like, even though, like, like I feel like that's something that could easily be stolen, but... The way they explain it is pretty much the uh, it, the game suspends itself into the storage system, I guess, or like the eight, the H, the hard drive of the Xbox, like the RAM of the Xbox. Yeah, they would go into the RAM, and then you can be able to play the game, play the next game, which is really smart. Like for that to actually happen, you got to have a crap ton of freaking RAM on the side, so. That once again says how strong these systems are. That even. They've been uh, bragging about, so yeah. Yeah, so that that's that's actually pretty neat. That's it's been it's been a couple of times on the PlayStation Four side where like I'm in the middle of something. Like say for instance, like hey, y'all, you you want to play? Uh, I don't know, 
fucking Call of Duty or Over Overwatch. Like whenever whenever we were huge on Overwatch and I play, I go off and play my single player games. And but like, oh, let's get on Overwatch. But if I be in the middle of something like shit, man, like I really don't want to stop playing this. But you know, my homies want to play Overwatch, so you know, let me go ahead close application. Like it, that that's a nice feature where it's like, you know, homies want to play multiplayer games and the the frequency in which we rage quit multiplayer games, I can get right back into my single player game without having to boot up and load up a save file. Yep, that is dope. Yeah, that's that's really helpful that's really helpful so xbox got a little bit love on, on this podcast see little stuff like that little features like we want that we appreciate that uh but dc anything you want to your thoughts before we move on uh i agree with um a lot, i think the the game share like if you could get that on your phone that because there's a lot of times where i just play shit while i'm playing the game and it'd be dope if i could have that on the screen um, or if like I'm looking up like with Witcher like trying to figure out like portals or armor trying to find some shit like having that on the screen is helpful and um, whatever that Xbox stuff yeah that was dope so that's all I gotta say alright cool so that's it on the gaming side of news going to anime the only news is that Attack on Titan final season is ha- going through a crunch yep <laughs> uh, DC and, um, you saw the video I'll let you talk about it yeah, so basically what happened is that the uh, studio, I forgot the name of the studio. Mappa. Yeah, uh, Mappa. They, they're also working on Jujutsu Kaisen. Yep. And like maybe because of the COVID, there was like delays and stuff. And so basically they're kind of short-staffed for um, Attack on Titan. And they asked other studios, and usually when like they're short on staff, they ask other studios to help them finish out work, and no other studio is picking it up, so they're going to have to go on crunch. Mm. And a lot of people are worried because that happened with, uh, a similar situation happened with One Punch Man, and that's why that whole fiasco happened, and it looks the way it looks. And so um, I don't think it's going to get to the point with One Punch Man, but it is kind of alarming. So... Because like, the thing is, is that they've had they've had three kind of juggernaut titles back to back to back. They got yeah. high school, uh, got a high school. Now they have Jujutsu Kaisen, and now they're gonna have fucking the last the last season of something like Attack on Titan. A lot of pressure. Yeah, especially yeah. in COVID season, like that's is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To Hopefully me, they can get it done, but I don't know. Yeah, because to me, because they it, they already pushed it back to what it was December, which is it's still on to, uh to be come out in december which is technically the end of the fall season around that time why why not just give yourself a little bit more time and just drop it during winter season yeah delay it to like january or something exactly like to me that would make the most sense is just so you don't have to sit there and be like like i'm pretty sure that extra month will work wonders you're not forcing your animators or voice actors or whatever to work these, or more specifically animators, to work these, like, ungodly hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to, like, like art like that, like, drawing and shit like that. Like, that can that could play a big toll on how stuff is presented in the actual animation. Yep. Yeah, you're going to see, like, dips in animation. I remember when everyone was complaining about uh, One Punch Man where it, whenever there was like a high action or high octane scene, instead of actually like animating a bunch of like fluid frames, they would just put a bunch of flashes and 
um, mm-hmm. blur. <laughs> so shit like that might be <laughs> happening, like cutting corners. I don't blame the animators for that. That's more on the studio. Well, it's mm-hmm. COVID, so I'm not going to blame it on the studio themselves because they obviously didn't know. Like, if I'm a studio, I'm like, of course, I'm going to take three juggernaut titles. Like, no one could have guessed that this was going to happen. But like y'all said, they should just push it to winter or whenever because, like, that's the final season. That's going to be the last thing on people's minds when it comes to that series. So take it. I want to have a Game of Thrones situation. It it always goes back to Game of Thrones. It always goes back. Your final season can make or break the entire show. No you can't say go read the manga. You can't yep. say go read the manga. Yep, because the manga. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know who's who no more. So, hey, but <laughs> so for me in DC, who are manga readers, we're banking going to anime to be on point. Yep. So we just get a sense of satisfaction. So, but overall, like. I pray it goes well. I really do. Uh, one last piece of anime news. Uh, Demon Slayer is about to be the reason why Japan is going to have another COVID outbreak. Because Japan was dumb enough to lift the uh, COVID restrictions in the movie theaters for the Demon Slayer release this week. Dum, da, dum, dum, dum. And I heard that stuff is selling like hotcakes. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Episode 19, nigga. <laughs> shit but it's wild as hell like gee y'all he could easily just like i understand the hype of demon slayer like japan made it justified because the manga did numbers like it's just the western fan base we took it to a whole nother level but <laughs> covid i really mad i didn't add that damn uh that uh that from that Joe Budden commercial, uh, it's COVID though. Uh, COVID. <laughs> like I'm mad I didn't add that to the soundboard. But yeah. literally, COVID is real, my nigga. And Japan is. I'll give you guys the utmost respect. You guys did a decent job of containing it, unlike us in America. But it ain't gone. It definitely ain't gone. COVID 2.0 is in the tuck and it ain't playing. Don't let COVID Demon Slayer be be the cause. Of literally COVID 2.0 in Japan. I'm just saying, like, put respect on Big COVID's name. COVID in that movie theater, seeing them niggas. COVID up there in the movie theater, just sitting there, like, yeah, man, y'all all bunched up, close. Yeah, y'all got y'all mask on. Well, in Japan, y'all wear masks anyway. So, okay. But y'all all close, sweating, getting close to each other, touching all on each other. Like, Come on now, yeah, I'm out here, G. Y'all, 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 y'all not putting respect on my name for Demon Slayer, my nigga. Now I'm about to slay you, niggas. See, like, put respect on COVID's name, G. But I pray it doesn't lead to an outbreak as well. But it would be hilarious as hell if Demon Slayer caused a COVID outbreak in Japan. That's not the way for this anime to go. <laughs> to be known as the reason of COVID 2.0. Just letting it be known. Uh, yep. Any other thoughts? No. Alright. Cool. So. Yeah, we Demon Slayer K up in here. 
<laughs> but yeah, so shout out to the uh the alleged reason we're about uh, the alleged means that's gonna drop uh eventually for that movie, cause when it drop, you'll know when we talk about it. So moving on, so we finally have we have time to talk about our main discussion. DC, you've been wanting to talk about this for the longest. I actually wanted to talk about it for the longest, but time and just extended episodes about funny things has led it to not happening. So, uh, DC, I'll let you take over from here with the main discussion. Yeah, we're talking about the classics, right? Yes. All right. So, um, I got the idea because there's a lot of people, like with a lot of the new age uh, manga and anime coming out and comparing it to. Because it's kind of like we're in 2020 now. You have like the 2010s, the 2000s, and then the 90s. And then remember that one topic we had where like which era is better. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, which out of the new school or what arcs or storylines or what shows out of the new school would you consider a classic moving forward? Or what has stuff that's going to be talking like when we get the next wave of Shonen 10 years from now. Yeah. Like, oh, this reminds me of uh, My Hero or something like that. I yeah. What has like shown the caliber of being a classic that we've seen so far out of the new school? Uh, that's that's the question. All right. So I can I can start. Right. Um, I think that. Um, is this is this more so for anime in general or more specifically shonen? It's just anime in general, not just shonen. Like any. Anime and manga. Yeah. So when I think classic, right? So I definitely think, uh, much to my chagrin on how I, how it was actually handled, but I do think that a classic arc that's going to be talked about, uh, in the future of anime is definitely going to be the, um, one for all versus all for uh all might versus all might versus uh, one, one for, for that that arc yeah that entire one. arc i think is going to be a new classic going forward just because um whenever somebody talk whenever you hear anybody say something about my hero or when people talk about my hero moments right one of the biggest moments they talk about is the clash between all might and all for one uh, and then everything surrounding the emotions of that arc, um, and to be honest, like when I read it in the in the manga, I was really like I was into like I was really th- that was the arc that really made me go like, okay, yeah, uh, I'm finna start. I'm definitely finna binge read the hell out of my hero uh, because I really enjoyed that arc, uh, reading it from the manga, uh, and uh, even though I do like the uh, overhaul arc better. As far as recalling a moment out or referencing an arc, like in the 2030s, right, when the new wave of Shonen comes out, I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you know what, this reminds me of, uh, uh, like, when we talk about, oh, oh, this reminds me of Naruto and Sasuke. A lot of people are going to yeah. be like, oh, this reminds me of uh, one, one for, uh, All for One versus All Might. I think that's, that's, one, that's definitely going to be a classic arc into the future. I agree with that because that's like the um, I think because this is it was the same for me when I was reading that it was um, just the whole and it sucks that the anime didn't build more upon it but I think nonetheless like the impact of that art is definitely going to be 
like the citywide scale, like all my pointing, like you're next after, like yeah. at the absolute yeah. end. Definitely. Like people will definitely be referencing that um, in years to come. Uh, I think for me, I think like my joke one is like Demon Slayer, of course. Episode like, nineteen. Like people, it's memed, and then some people legitimately believe that. So I, it's obvious that like that episode itself. People are going to be, oh, this is just, they're seeing it now. So I already know that's going to be a thing. But I think for me, in terms of, um, I didn't finish Villain Saga. I plan on watching it. But I do think, um, based off what I've seen from it and what I look at it from a, like a non shonen perspective, like, you know how we look at the Berserks and the Tokyo Ghoul? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Villain Saga is more than likely going to be up there with it. Like, they're going to be referencing that. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. Especially... I would say another one within the shonen spectrum would be the um, the the elf saga from Black Clover. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was actually about be, to bring that up. That's uh, gonna be because I think that's the arc that really, you know, aside from the meme haters who go like, "Oh, Black Clover," blah blah blah, that is the arc that really goes like, okay this is like because to me the the arc before because the arc before that was the um like the water dancing people right yeah the water yeah Yeah, so like that that one was decent like black clover has some really decent arcs but there wasn't like with my hero it was the 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 all might versus all for one black clover to me when you when you talk about that and i think this will this could be a good um like when we reference that classic arc that soul society arc right Mm -hmm. yeah I think that the that the Elf Saga and Black Clover is that Soul Society arc. That's the arc that go that if you want to go back and people go like, oh, okay, what's so good about Black Clover? People go like, did you see the Elf Saga? And reading it because I I saw I saw a couple like the hype you know fights and that was really well done. Yeah. But when I was reading through that arc, uh, even though you know I had my you know rants, but I still <laughs> really enjoyed that arc from beginning to end it, it established a major threat there was some good lore in there great battles great character moments with like the characters you didn't expect like noel having like when noel got that valkyrie armor that shit was lit um asta getting an got asta getting his uh sword power up that shit was lit like it was just yeah. a lot of great moments uh within that show like the the wizard king coming back um it's just just really great. So I think that's definitely another kind of arc that's going to be talked about in the future. Uh, another one I want to add. Just it just literally just slipped my mind. Oh, re uh, re zero. I'm gonna just go ahead and throw re zero has a classic arc, which is going to. And no, we hate that one scene in re zero when uh realm expressed her feelings. But oh yeah. That arc was really good, start to finish. The uh, like, what is it? What was that name? Be- Battle Battle Geese arc when they basically had to go kill him. That arc. yeah, yeah, yeah uh, buddy ass and, and plus the whale and the big killer whale. Yeah, that, that was literally that arc. So like that was really well written arc. It established just like I feel like if like even though like I you know at season one I hated Subaru with a passion. That arc really made me just respect him and who he was, and made me, in in a way, it wrote him out to be a better character in season two. 
but people will always point out that moment but i think it's always important to know certain moments that go viral at least with the anime community and those arcs tend to always be the more memorable moments and stuff like people always bring up this the freezer saga and dragon ball z is probably being one of the best arcs but the one moment that everybody always going to talk about is hey when goku went super saiyan that's the moment that be like yo it's a moment and that moment when you know realm showed her feelings it was like well and it was super was like well, because fuck you. that nigga was he was getting his ass killed at every single fucking turn <laughs> exactly so i feel like that's that will eventually go down as a classic arc as well in that aspect this you know, it's not shown in his hell. It wasn't didn't have all the action. You know that it's one people of, like when DC was saying about like Berserk and Vinland Saga. It's one of those kind of like, as far as like if you want to talk about because you know you have the Shonen aspect, but then you have the I think it's called the Sanin aspect, where it's like more psychological trauma, yeah. dark, you know, dark more themes. It's one of those like yeah. moments within that because Re Zero is within that genre of like psychological thriller torment shit like that. It's one of those yeah. moments within that particular series that like really points out to um like the mental health of Subaru and him growing as a character. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh Cam, you think Haikyuu has what's Haikyuu's classic arc? Hell yes. Um I would say Haikyuu has as far as a sports anime for sure Haikyuu is going to be talked about in the future for yeah, sure definitely it's going to be they're going you're you're going to see a lot of people compare sports animes to Haikyuu uh I would say classic uh I would say the biggest arc that people are going to talk about is season three versus Shiro Torizawa yeah just because that's just one that's one one game 10 episodes and like there's so many moments like uh suki's block um uh hinata's final spike um what else uh i forgot the dude's name but he uh the dude who does the floats the 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 float serves his moment in that show like there's a lot of good moments within that arc that highlights several characters that people are going to talk about but moments um first season uh against the uh, alba high when they lost their first game Second season when they beat Alba High. Uh third season when they won against Shiro Torizawa. Uh fourth season uh when fourth season uh first core uh when they when Hinata saw uh the dude with the white hair and how basically he's basically a way better version of Hinata. And then I think the second core is gonna be whatever hype the the, the Tanaka Tanaka's moment and when they win against uh the enemy team however hinata does his final spike and kaguyama serves it but like yes iq most definitely is going to be classic yeah i definitely agree uh daytro you got anything yeah um so uh i agree with the dc thing because i gotta get my venom side of praise that's why that's why i wanted you to go uh, I think Venusaga, you really can't say a particular arc in Venusaga. Venusaga will go down as one of those situations as a ride more than an arc. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, it was a ride. You know, 
most of us binge watched it, right? Not binge watching, but binge watching until we caught up. But like, it was one the point why I stopped and be like, all right, this arc over. What's next? When I sat there and watched Venom Saga, it was like every episode that came out, I said, "What's next?" Uh, but moment, I would say, anytime Thorkel was on the screen, and I'm not capping, like anytime Thorkel was. That's on not the screen, a cat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or Thor's, the Thor's whole meaning is in the beginning of the show and Asclad final moments will always be remembered I think also for the a lot of other people um, even though I you know this is like I call them Hachi Man speeches when people think they're intelligent but they're not um, <laughs> uh, freaking uh, what's the dude's the prince's name the nard or something like that Oh yeah, when he had, Canute. When he had that speech, yeah, Canute, <laughs> with the he had that speech about like uh, <laughs> there's no God, there's no paradise, or something like that. We have to create a paradise on Earth, or something like that. I think a lot of people will point to that moment too. Um, but as an arc, so we just got done talking about them in their final season. But Attack on Titan got some fucking moments, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. um but particularly Beast Titan season. What was that? The third or fourth season? Was it the fourth? I think it was the third. When everybody when he went against died. Levi or when everybody yeah. died, basically. Um That was crazy. The whole season where everybody died. So when um when uh, Captain Edwards sent his homies to his death they deaths, uh when he died, when Levi tried to kill the beast titan, when um the Colossal Titan fell on everybody and Armin died, when um like fucking Aaron was like in such a, a background piece because well fucking Aaron versus the Armor Titan was fucking cold too. Mm-hmm. Um, just that whole Attack on Titan was so fucking good, bro. But like, I think because of its popularity, a lot of people are gonna you know pick out its pick out it's the like, the, uh, the things you can pick out in any anime of why it's, it shouldn't be as talked about as it is. But a lot of moments in Attack on Titan. Like when Shorty was chasing them niggas in the woods trying to catch Aaron, what was her name? Annie. Uh, oh, Annie, yeah. And she was twirling that nigga like a yo-yo while she was running. She killed the entire oh, Levi oh, squad oh. that was hyped up. <laughs> Wash cool. them niggas. Let's talk about it. Annie was Body them. Um, Matt. Um, the moment where um freaking what's his name Ryan with Reinhardt the armor titan and girl were, told yeah. said we gotta do it. We, we yeah. know when he was talking about being warriors and shit like that, and then we gonna have to do it to him, folks. But it did, it did like you saw Aaron, like Aaron and everybody else like off to the side talking, and then it was just focusing. No, you it was focusing on their talk, and then on the background you just heard Reinhardt going crazy, and then he goes like, "Come on, Aaron, join us as warriors." And then Bear told activate a class talk. Like that whole moment, that whole sequence was. That hot. shit was so fucking clean, bro. I see, like, what made me think about Attack on Titan was that moment, right? And I was like, I, I, I spoiled myself. I don't know if I want to watch it. Bro, even though I spoiled myself, I say this with awful. Bro, I was still like, this shit is so amazing, bro. It was done so perfectly, G. Attack on Titan, bro, I don't give a fuck how that anime goes. That last season was fucking heat, bro. Yeah. Fucking heat. Yeah. yeah. Like, that shit was so good, bro. But um, shit, parasite. Uh, but particularly, fuck. I had. I just lost my train of thought. But somewhere in fucking parasite. There you go. I'd say it's probably the moment where he basically unleashes his inner Kaneki. 
Oh, when his mom died? You talking about that? Yeah, when his mom died. Oh, yeah, when his mom died. Yeah, mom that died. was crazy. And then basically, yeah. uh, was it Miki had to give some of a, he had to go into his heart or something like that? Yeah. And yeah, so that moment would definitely be talked about. Freaking Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo oh, Ghoul in general. Boy, no, the Nikki versus Tokyo Jason. Ghoul. The end, yeah. of, the end of Tokyo Ghoul is, is was so fucking good. Wait, uh, wait, which Tokyo Ghoul? You know, it's versions of Tokyo Ghoul. We gotta be very specific here. All right, so the first season definitely, because yeah, I know it's a meme, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but definitely the first season, him like a moment that's gonna be talked about is Kaneki versus Jason, without a doubt. Definitely. Um, uh, in the manga, Kaneki versus uh. Oh, uh, the Kaneki versus the uh, old girl's brother when he said, I'm gonna break half the bones in your body. Yeah, that was crazy. It was cold. Nigga. Uh, Kaneki, uh, when oh, I was trying to see, oh, Kaneki versus um, Arima, Arima, and Arima yeah, fucking was... destroyed him with an umbrella. <laughs> so, oh my god, uh, Kaneki, uh, when in Tokyo Ghoul Re, when Sasuke turns into Kaneki. Uh, he goes back. Another moment that's going to be talked about, Giggity, is Kaneki having sex with a oh girl. I forgot the chapter, but that chapter is going to be talked bro. about. Whole, whole chapter. chapter. Uh, uh, and then uh, I would definitely say the the final kind of fight when Kaneki turns into that freaking big ass dragon. Okay, so I hate to turn it. So somebody got to have something after me. So, but I hate to turn this route. Um, the fucking end of your line, April, bro. That shit going down in <laughs> history, G. Um, yeah, definitely. As far as like um, sad moments, my yeah. god, yeah, bro. sad moments, yeah. Be one and just the, the top uh, bad moments of anime. Fuck, bro, it's just going down. I, I don't want to talk about it because I'm gonna get choked up. But yeah, that shit. I was thinking of something else. Main well, bitter. I hate to say it, bro. Yeah. But when Melio up on Melio, this fuck. <laughs> It uh, took that arm, G. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, seven seven deadly sins. Uh, Promise Neverland. Uh, has some some moments in there. I will say, about. with Promise Neverland, if the anime ever gets to Goldie Pond, that's like peak. That's yeah, going to be, that's going to be the peak of the show. It's going to be Goldie yeah. Pond. That's yeah, like that was a situation like I had with Yu Yu Hakusho, in which I couldn't just read after that, bro. That shit was just too good, bro. <laughs> that shit was just too good, bro. Every fucking yeah. chapter, I'm like, God damn, they turning the fuck up to the very end, like that start to finish, from the beginning to the epilogue of that arc was just that was the best. Whoever whoever the name is that wrote that manga, that's the best you had. <laughs> Should just ended it. Should just ended that bitch on the cliffhanger, folks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so technically, I can say this shit because it came out. New age. My nigga, the end of Dragon Ball fucking Super. Oh, oh super, hey, yeah, most, oh, yeah. it, it qualifies, definitely. G. Definitely. It qualifies. Oh, definitely. Super Ultra is Instinct definitely. is going down. We talked about it last week. Ultra Instinct is going what? down. Yeah, Ultra going down yeah. My nigga, there was a place in fucking Mexico that had that shit on the big screen outside. Like they didn't play about that, that shit. Was that shit was a cultural event? It was a cultural reset. Shit was real, folks. That's Shut why that nigga's the goat. Yeah, it's just... Right. That was the most fun experience watching with the homies, like, week to week. Just watching that whole shit. 
tournament of power itself. Yeah. Uh, final fight during versus Goku and Frieza in 17. Just high octane adrenaline. None of it. Cam's the only one that guessed the ending because everybody had it wrong. No one Look, guessed. But that nigga had that nigga had elimination on his face, folks. <laughs> he technically wasn't stuck, supposed stuck, to be there. <laughs> I stuck with the MVP. Hey, look, man. Because I was low-key hurt. When I saw 17 become thought to be a pack, I was like, how they about to do this, G? Because I'm about to be mad. But Cam was right. He He's still firm, G. He's still firm. But turning power is definitely going to go down. I'm trying to think, was there something else? I will say, um, even though I'm like, I'm always saying some One Piece shit, I will say the Katakuri versus Luffy fight. Because yeah. that's the best fight in One Piece. I don't care whatever One Piece target wants to come at me for Rob Lucci versus Luffy. Katakuri yeah, versus, Katakuri Luffy's versus Luffy's the It's up there. Because Luffy versus uh, my nigga Rob Lucci was fire. But Katakuri versus Luffy. That Ooh, Luffy was getting dragged. <laughs> that animation alone. When he first entered Snake Man. I'm sorry. That trumps anything from the Rob Lucci fight. By far, bro. Like. That was clean, beautiful. I love the final finish. That's like the best example of like the anime adding to the fight while keeping the narrative going. Yep. It's just that was dope. I loved every minute of that. Take note, my hero. But, Please. Uh, and to I know uh, I'm gonna just say the villain arc in my hero when it gets animated might go that's down. It's really good. Be talked about. That's definitely yeah. Be talked about. Yeah, that's going to get talked about. Shigaraki nukes a fucking. It turns the city into a pack. <laughs> sends a city to Jesus, to my hero Jesus. Um, not just that. Um, when all my fault the Namu, bro, niggas couldn't stop talking about that shit, bro. Oh yeah. Oh, you send them. That, that's here. to me. That's that was peak fight animation. It was when all my fault the Namu. Body shots. They ran out of. They ran out of fighting budget after that. No, they saved it for the movies. That too. Oh, that movie was amazing. The Dragon Ball Super movie. My favorite movie. Oh, yes, sir. Time, yes, sir. That's definitely going to be talked about. Stampede is going to be talked about. Yeah, Stampede was good. I'm pretty sure there's more that we missed that we'll probably think of. Like Chris, when he get done watching the Indie Watcher show, he probably got the top moments for that. Um, I know a lot of people this like Kaki. ain't Kaki. it. <laughs> okay, agree. Oh, you yeah. talking about the uh the yeah, gambling show? Yeah, like, there's a lot of people that like that one. I like it a lot. I don't think it has a classic moment per se. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Chris, you gonna thank me for this? The fucking first episode of Goblin Slayer, bro. That. Oh yeah. That oh yeah. That's yes. What talking about. <laughs> hey, that was wild. Look, man, you can say whatever. <laughs> And not it's not because of the rape. <laughs> it's not because of the rape. But just the shock value of everything about the episode. You can say whatever well, you want. It's gonna be uh, some some uh standard old isekai. Exactly. Yeah. That's as standard as it gets. But just to show that yo, these goblins are real ass niggas <laughs> in a world where we know goblins are bitches in every damn RPG. Gee. Go- Goblin Slayer did the ep- first episode perfectly because yeah, niggas literally tuned in for twelve episodes straight. Come on, man. Okay, 
Hey, for the niggas, I know y'all ain't watch it, but uh, wait, before I say all the garbage stuff, I knew that's the episode about turn left when that fucking goblin Greek old girl cheeks from the <laughs> <laughs> That goblin knew what it was, G. Sick freak. Uh, I know y'all niggas ain't watch it. Chris is the only one who got to that far. But on Made in Abyss, when they turned Miggy and them into a fucking... G, don't make me cry, G. I, I, that was the worst day of my life, bro. Because I watched the episode, then Kobe died. Damn. Oh, wow. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, that's definitely. Uh, that was a horrible day, G. I was like, "Come on." Come on G. Sorry. That's tough. Like that's like I can't even rewatch that scene because it just the emotions is just like, "Yo, what the hell?" How the fuck did you get that roll up, bro? What the? It was horrible. Yeah, that scene right there. From a show that literally turn you upside down, yo, it's a lot of scenes in that show that you will be like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Yep. Like when she first went down to a lower level, she started bleeding out her eyeballs and shit because she couldn't control. Like, bro, that's it. What? Oh, gee. So, Chris, it's two Miggy moments, bro. And I'm sorry for bringing it up. It's I the know. one when she when 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 Miggy got turned, like how old girl got turned into Miggy. Yeah, is that one? And then it's when Red sent her ass to God, so. Both. That shit was sad. Is Miggy the main character? That's the main chick? No, no. no. It's like a little monster thing. Look, bro, that shit was sad, Kel. It was. I, I damn near cried, folks. Like, I was in this bitch like, what the hell, man? But that that shit, that shit was heat. It was a good, man, that show was so fucking good. I can't wait for the next season for that. Like, I need a new season of that. Yeah. But, movie coming out. I don't know what they're doing after that. Who knows? Uh, something else. One uh, Punch Man season one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the whole one fucking season. Yeah, whole season. Saitama versus Burroughs. Amazing uh, final episode. I'm trying to think. First episode. First episode. <laughs> Who? Mole people, G. That shit crazy. Oh, that whole dream scene. That was funny yeah. as hell. Yeah. That was funny as hell. Uh, all of Genos's like fake badass moments where he immediately gets washed afterwards. Shit, that nigga versus Genos was fucking crazy. It oh, was. That was... Then he still became a pack. I love the scene where he tried to push back the meteor, and then um, Silver Fang was like, "Oh, I think you're pushing it back." He's like, "Really?" He's like, "Nah." <laughs> like the this uh I'm trying to think of other scenes, but like that whole season was just that like was... the animation was crazy. Shit, I ain't watch it, but I got like fifteen of them hoes, folks. I ain't even gonna cap, bro. I know some niggas who I I don't know if any of y'all ever watched Mob Psycho. Oh, I have no, not, not Mob I've Psycho. Seen no, no, not Mob Psycho. No, bro, I heard Mob Psycho got them bitches, bro. They so do I'm gonna put that out there. I ain't watched the show. Whenever he goes to hunt the bros, just know that that animation is going to be on fucking point. <laughs> like, Man, I ain't mad crazy. at it. Uh, also, Coracle No Basket got, I think, the uh, the Enter High Tournament, National Tournament. Oh, yeah. That's a classic so, yeah. art. That's also, on, those, I think those are the two, when you talk about sports animes, those are going to be the two that are compared to, right? Easy. The. the I would say the more so, because no, they both have fucking amazing animation. 
like top moment is when uh I can't I, I hate that I forgot their name. Uh you remember the dark skinned nigga? Uh I think it was Dai something. Dai I think it's like Daisuke. Versus, yeah, Daisuke. Um, yeah, we go. yeah. What what's the red hair nigga's name? The red uh crop was it Karama? Something like that. Damn, man. Been a minute. When they both entered the zone, though, I know you want to talk both about entered When they both entered the zone, and you just had, because I showed that show that part, and you just saw them going back and fucking forth dribbling with freaking oh, Kagami. There we go. Kagami. Anima- yeah, Kagami. Amazing animation. Oh, uh, the, fir- the first moment where freaking my nigga Akeshi, when they showcased uh, his uh, Conqueror's Haki, and told niggas to fucking kneel and shoot and he shot baskets in front of their face like how he completely dominated a dude who can shoot the uh the threes from anywhere yeah dominated that man that's a moment the final uh final game the final zone when they activated like the team zone yeah uh with kuroko's team and then you had the team zone with akeshi's team that was good and i'm basically gonna say the whole last movie is a moment that movie was fucking amazing though <laughs> unless you are a uh, america fuck yeah you probably hate that movie but if you can get past that part the actual game that they played against the uh, jabberwock amazing from start to finish really great movie really great and you don't even gotta like really know what goes on in the anime to really just know just them niggas was cold everybody was cold in that movie but uh but yeah, G. Kuroko got moments. Um, that's got a classic moment. I'm trying to think of anything else. I would say because since you know me and DC, we we definitely like the romance genre. I'd say yeah, I was couple, gonna ask y'all if y'all know anything in romance. A couple, a couple classics that are gonna be talked about. Even though I haven't finished this, I know that um, was it my youth romantic comedy that's gonna be talked about. Yep. Yeah, Nisekoi. Yeah, gonna Nisekoi. be talked about. Golden Time. Definitely uh, Golden Time. That was really good. Uh, Kaichua Maid Sama is going to be talked about. Um, I just had the other one on top of my head. Uh, Kaichua Maid Sama and what else? What else? The movie Bruce Your Name. Oh, yeah, yeah Your Basket. Name. Yeah. Bruce Baskets. Uh, and I think, I think the I'm probably missing some, but those are like. Those are like when I think of romance, and I was gonna say Itazara and the Kiss, but that's more in like the two thousands. Yeah. Uh, but uh, oh yeah, I forgot Kamisama Kiss is another one. Um, so yeah, like those are gonna be when you talk about when you think of romance, those are some titles that are gonna pop up. I haven't seen all of Kaguya-sama yet, but do you think Kaguya-sama will ever get to that? Kaguya-sama, point? yeah, yeah I, I think so, but that's. <laughs> I think that's more so comedy than romance. Yeah. Because it does, it's definitely, the the central theme is trying to build up the romance between the president and the vice president. But when people talk about they show, they're more so it's looking at the, the comedic jokes. moments. Yeah, the comedic moments of the show, more so than romantic ones. Even Infamous. Though even though I didn't finish it, I mean, I didn't finish a lot of shit, so. But, uh, JoJo Season 5 would definitely go up in a is it season five or four? Whatever the one period. with. Period. <laughs> there you go. Um, that would go up in the Raptors. I'm talking about like the Jersey Raptors. That shit was uh, that shit was a cultural reset, bro. 
Like, yeah. motherfuckers couldn't stop talking about that show every week, G. Trust me, I know. Um, Klaus turned niggas into Jesus pieces. Pick one. I don't care any other time. <laughs> oh, yeah, kick that sense there. Forgot about that. Gotta give him his respect. Hell yeah. I think I think we damn that covered all oh, this. Oh, Food Wars. Oh, oh to give a specific season on Food Wars, it's the. I'm gonna keep it real. Last arc was kind of ass. Uh, and Tony Law just said that they didn't like the last arc. Yeah, it it didn't because especially like the this was what season four. So I think season three was when they technically got expelled. But um, well, the war for the school arc, as I call it. But um, yeah, this the last arc. It was just missing the joy of just like, hey, this is what was put into the food. If you just happen want to remake this, while the last arc gave you all of that reasonable drama that made sense with what was going on, it will go down as a cla- it will probably go down as a classic in terms of food shonen because I realize there's a crap ton of food shonen out there in the world, but yeah. like that the third arc was really good from start to finish. The story was decent, and just the f- how they just over dramatized the food helps it a lot. A lot, a lot. So that's definitely gonna go up there. Uh, I think I'm the only one that consistently watch cop dramas, but a millionaire detective is going to go down as a classic. Uh, solely Hell for yes. just the flexes, the Hell flexes yeah. in itself, especially like the first what four or five episode. episodes. Like, gee, that, that's gonna go down as really good. And Psychopaths is to me, I think the best cop anime out there because it just overly how insane it is but the second season was really freaking good really good in that aspect of just telling the story and just the consequences of what's going on in in that society of where if you're insane you're going to jail pretty much or if you they think you're insane you're definitely going to jail to prevent you from committing crimes like i like that the show in that aspect but season two is probably the best one in that aspect it don't really have moments, so that's the problem with psychopaths. It just don't really have moments. Besides mm-hmm. the episode where they killed one of their own because her uh, psycho her psycho reading went up while trying to protect in a hostage situation, that was wild, very freaking wild. Uh, but but yeah, so I throw that out there. But yeah, I got two more left. That'll be quick though. I know y'all say his back hurt, but. The uh, 2011, the 2011 Hunter Hunter. Say what you will, that, yeah, that I'm, everybody's going. Moments, I know that's going. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I'll say, uh, I don't know. I guess I guess Steins Gate. It did come out in 20. The first season came out in like 2010, I think. And then the second season, I think first season, the uh, I think it'll be like it'll probably be like one of those low key ones where people look back like oh shit that was pretty dope um i think steins gate is is definitely going to be up there you day. agree yeah like um, the obscure especially in the fans. sci-fi aspect yeah yeah most definitely like the, the like i remember chris knows the final season i mean the final episode of season two um just everything that okabe did i know like all the fake like deep anime fans of the future are going to be like, oh, this is like, this was like, any any new, like, psychologically, uh, psychological moments in new anime, I know some people will probably go back to Okabe and what he went through. 
because um, like, I remember you guys mentioned uh, ReZero and a lot of people. I don't know why people compare the two. I That's think it's just comparison. because of the constant repeat of events that yeah. you go through. So I know Okabe is yeah up. I, I know ReZero is probably a little bit more popular, a lot more popular than uh, Steinsgate. But I, for me, I definitely think Steinsgate will be. Yeah, I definitely yeah. agree. Uh, I do agree also with Hunter Hunter. Even I'm extremely critical, but <laughs> people is going to always put the Chimera Ant arc as uh, the the moment of that show and probably automatically might put it in the, the biggest classic of this era, current modern era of anime. It's overrated as shit. Poorly oh. written in my book. Okay, but okay. I'm just playing. I'm not going to say it's poorly written. <laughs> okay. Overly well, written. Know. Overly written. And they, they did too much. <laughs> but the best, the best arc is York Duo. That's my opinion. I but definitely agree. York View was the York. best arc. It was concise, to the point, everything. Command Ant was literally the freezer saga of that show. It was long as shit for no reason. And, and all the everybody loves angry uh, white beater gone. Exactly. But hype, yeah. Exactly. But the best moment is gonna go down is the fact that solely for the simple fact that uh, Pedo turned that nigga kite into a, a a pack because he was trespassing. Still gonna that's that's the best point of that arc. That was the peak. It wasn't when a bootleg sale popped up and became a simp. <laughs> it was when Pedo said you was trespassing with these kids. Now I have to deliver justice. I want niggas to understand that. But it'd be that way. But uh but yeah, I think we hit about almost everything. We got a respectable amount. Probably listening and be like, dang, I didn't know you guys watch so much. You got slander everything. Well guess what? We gotta watch the slander, nigga. So hey. But uh but yeah, so before we end the episode we of course have clowns. So Goofy's out here. Bonafide. Grade A. Goofy. So, uh, my first. Uh, no, I think I only got one clown. No, yeah, one clown. And that is going to go to NBA fans. I'm tired of y'all, G. Sick of y'all, G. Look. For one, I'm tired of LeBron versus Jordan debates. I'm sick of it. Stop it. For one. I'm just knocking that out the park right fucking now. Statistically it, speaking. It's no statistic. Look, look, man. I'm, look. This is not three from the rain. But still, stop it. Stop putting Kobe in the top three. RIP to big Kobe. He's top ten. He's not top five. He's damn sure not top three. Stop that shit. Also, niggas, know what salary cap is, bro. <laughs> know what a salary cap is. Know what a restricted free agent and unrestricted free agent is. Know that teams want draft picks when you include these bonehead-ass goddamn uh, off-season predictions. You niggas claim you like a sport but don't know how the off-season runs. It makes no sense. That's why I hate talking basketball with a lot of you niggas, G. A lot of y'all. Especially come off-season. Y'all, it's the worst. But literally, I'm tired of you niggas. Chris Paul is not going to the Lakers. It's impossible. I tried. I showed you niggas on the trade machine it ain't going to work. And you niggas say, oh, because LeBron can make ways. Look, look, 
The Lakers is bigger than LeBron, my nigga. I'm sending you a trade right now that shows Damian Lillard is going to be a Laker. Give me one second. G, I saw that on Twitter and I cried laughing. G, shout out to <laughs> HPJ Art, G. That nigga is a, it loves chaos, but <laughs> he just sent it to me. <laughs> if you want to hear the trade, list the threes for the read. But also just check out HPJ Art on Twitter because that nigga is funny as hell. But stop the shit, G. Please. So just because league execs say shit, you niggas buy anything that LeBron say, bro. I'm tired of it. Just because they think what's going to happen. League execs lie all the time. League execs thought James Harden was the best player in the league at one point. That's all I need to fucking know. So literally, league execs said Kawhi Leonard was going to be a Laker last offseason, if I recall correctly. So literally, y'all believe what league execs say about LeBron fucking James? LeBron don't talk to crackers. Plain and simple. I'm tired of NBA fans, G. Plain and simple, bro. Plain and simple. I'm tired of you idiots, G. Type. Do I have that Joe Budden thing, G? No, I don't. But literally, you niggas don't know shit about a sport that you watch daily. Watch highlights of. But that's the problem. Y'all watch highlights. And y'all just believe what insert some goofy nigga who has way less credibility of reporting basketball than me on Facebook and sit there and say, hey, uh, Derrick Rose is going to get traded to the goddamn Chicago Bulls tomorrow morning. And you wake up, go on ESPN, and say, why the hell didn't Derrick Rose get uh, traded to Chicago Bulls again tomorrow uh, this morning? Because you fucking stupid and naive. Do better. That's all. All right, um... I actually don't have a clown, but I do have a goat. Hold on. Uh, we got we to gotta play the goat sound. It's necessary. <coughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's why he's in me. That's why he's the goat. The goat. And that clip is directed towards, I think that shit was directed towards Brian. But <laughs> speaking of Brian, um, it goes towards his teammate. Uh, Lakers won the chip. I'm not about to talk about his skill set. I'm not going to talk about his defensive prowess. I'm not going to talk about if he's a real MVP and the finals MVP. I'm not talking about nothing. The reason I'm calling Anthony Davis the GOAT is because he is from my city. He is from where I'm from. He is from the only place that I've been to. I do not count any other place in the Midwest a city or a state. They're just places where corn grows and cheese in Wisconsin. But he showed... And I know he got other things that people don't have. He's like six eight. I don't know how tall that nigga is. Six um, eleven. Six eleven. There you go. Like six eleven. He strong as hell. He he's athletic. I know he got all those features that makes him a basketball player. And he is a basketball player with millions and millions of dollars. That's cool. But you know, that's like a word called hope has no has no quality that you need in order for you to go where where you need to go. Uh, it's a lot of people who was taller than him. It was a dude at Morgan Park named Six Eight. It was a dude uh, that I went to school with. Shout out to BD Rob. Folks is like six five. It's 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 a whole bunch of people who had those qualities who do all those things, but all got sucked up in that Chicago hole. I don't remember the last time a superstar from Chicago was champion. Nigga, Chris, I do not count Dwayne Wade. Isaiah Thomas. So, Okay, Isaiah Thomas, yeah. 
Um, he from the West Side though, so you know. But damn, I live out west. Let me chill for them niggas coming beige pants and buck fifty caps to stump me out. But um, no, seriously, I enjoy watching somebody who came from my city be able to get the the highest of praise in the NBA. Even though he got snubbed for a defensive player of the year, should have been top five in MVP voting, and damn near should have shared that Finals MVP with Bron. But Bron as is a sociopath. So I just like to say, Anthony Davis, you go if you're listening. By chance, you're not. You right now probably cracking some red bone cheeks off the highest grade of LA marijuana. But thank you for showing Chicago niggas that there is a way out even more, and thank you for giving these little niggas hope on phone number. So yeah. Shout out to Anthony Davis. That's love right there. Much love. Uh, anybody else? Clowns? Goats? Anything? Uh, I don't think so. Well, my clown is going to be Chris's forgotten clown. Who's my forgotten clown? Sarah J. Oh, 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 hold on, man. Let me bring this back. Y'all know how I forgot about Buddy Ass. Oh, so. Shoot. Let me read this tweet. This might be this nigga's going to the Hall of Fame. Matter of fact, uh, I heard Sarah J. I'm like, the fuck y'all talking about? All right, so Daytra, it's in the group chat. It's the tweet. So this nigga at Joseph Da Vinci, he tweets at 1:28 p.m. October 16th of the year of 2020. When my trust fund hit when I'm 25, prepare yourself. All I'ma say at Sarah J. Triple X. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stick to it, bro. You could have said any other porn star, bro. But like, look, man, it's oh, uh, Julio Franco. Don't he make beats for niggas? I don't know. I never heard of him until yesterday. Yeah, he make. He's like a. He make beats. For- I think he makes beats for like Future or somebody, or either Future or like Uzi Bird or something. Oh, well. That nigga gets to see quality women on a daily basis. Probably quality women hitting his DMs if they know who he is. I don't. So, but, point is, that bitch look like Triple H. <laughs> and you, you, you want to let your trust fund go for that. It's women like Rihanna out here in the world, my nigga. It's women like Meg Thee Stallion out here in the world, my brother. It is quality other white women in the world. Uh, Selena, what's her name? Uh, not, uh, shit, what's her name? Not Selena Gomez. Uh, can't even freaking think of her name right now. But it's quality milk out here if you prefer the white women. <laughs> If if with the right price, I'm pretty sure uh, you can get Jennifer Lopez, bro. Bro, my brothers. No, it's not because she do porn. Cause it's it's some beautiful porn star out here, mainly black women. But nigga, are you putting a paper bag over her head? Like, my nigga, stop and love yourself better. And use your trust fund more wisely, my brother. It's other women in the world. That's all I got to say. Produce your own porno videos, G. 
Look so crazy. many other women in the world, G. Higher, like, at least face-wise. Like, okay, I get the body, but, G, my nigga. Twitter opusly calls her Triple H the moment she's mentioned. <laughs> Do better, G. <laughs> Oh, man, look, I haven't used this one in, the, in a while, but hold on. Where is it at, G? Cool box. Do me a favor. Right above you to the left, open that cupboard right there. Hand me out in one of those nasty awards. <laughs> a, a nasty motherfucker, G. <laughs> Come on, get the man. horny cops on him. I swear. And that's the funny part about the uh, the screenshot I put in the group chat. It's just fact Buddy had the police. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, G. Come on, bro. I just want people to just use your money wisely, G. If you if you're gonna trick on women, it's it's a greater tier of women out here, my nigga. That's all I say. Come on, bro. Uh anybody else? Uh if not, we're about to close the show. No, that's it. Alright, cool. But uh, buddy a nasty motherfucker, man. But <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Thank, thank you, Ken, for reminding me because I wasn't about to let dude get away. That dude's a wild one. But we appreciate you guys for listening. As always, much love, much appreciation. Uh, it's a lot that we do for this podcast on a weekly basis. Literally, I take time to watch anime and video games and play video games often and read when I can. But I do it for you niggas. We all do. We all do some capacity. But, G, if you niggas want to do it for Sarah J, just stay the fuck away from me, G. But <laughs> <laughs> don't do it for her, bro. It's not worth it. Like, come on, G. G. But, uh, but in all seriousness, uh, we appreciate you guys for listening, though. Start to finish. If you do finish, like, hey, it's even greater. We appreciate you all the more. But uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Black Otakus at the Black Otakus greatly greatly appreciated. Uh, make sure you also uh, whatever streaming platform you listen to us on, make sure you hit that uh, share button. That uh, that share button on the uh, as you're listening, you it's pretty much the little three dots on the iPhone. Uh, it's probably somewhere on the Androids. I don't remember what it is now, but hit that share button. Oh, bro, we didn't even talk about that damn iPhone, but we'll talk about it later. Uh, just make sure y'all buy it for Cam, so his stock, so his stock money go up. But just do that, and also, most importantly, hit that subscribe button. Subscribe, follow, whatever it is, do that thing. I like seeing that stuff. It'll let you know when we up, which will probably be probably tomorrow, tomorrow night at the earliest. But we appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening, and peace. Peace out. Peace out. Peace is up.